Welcome to Geeks On, a show created by geeks for geeks, covering topics that geeks like to talk about. This week, it's Geeks On Summer Blockbuster Movies Part 1, 2014. Ooh. For more information and news we talk about in our show, go to our website at www.geekson.com. Hey, hey, hello, everybody. Welcome to another summer episode of Geeks On. This is uh, obviously going to be broken down into uh, multiple parts. Because the way things are going, yeah. Yep. There's a lot of summer blockbuster movies. Ton of movies. Like, we may Ton not even be able to cover what's planned for today. So. Exactly. I don't know probably. if I can remember all the movies I've seen. That's the scary <laughs> part. So maybe it'll be really short. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have it on, on a little list here. Excellent. Hi, my name is Aaron Hendricks, and I'm a graphic designer here in Los Angeles, and I'm a geek. Hi, I'm Ianthe Zivos. I am a freelance creative director here in Los Angeles, and I also am a geek. And my name is Clint Keepen. I'm an actor and also a writer here in sunny California, and I'm a geek. Uh, Clint is... um is uh, helming the uh, the podcast right now. He's got the wheel. Yeah, I'm I'm in control. How was everybody's Geek Week? Not bad. Not bad. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. In, in Lots of monkeys. Lots of monkeys? Oh. Well. Oh, yeah. yeah. There were <laughs> a lot of, a lot of apes. <laughs> Lots of monkeys. That is true. Um, um, a lot of geek, geek TV out there I've been catching up on. And What are you watching? Yeah, what, what qualifies? I'm watching, I just watched The Strain. The oh. first episode of The Strain. Okay. And? Guillermo del Toro's The Strain. What did you uh, think about The Strain? I thought, I went in with no expectations. Yeah. I'm not a, a horror guy. Right. I really liked it. A you lot. really liked it. We're, we're only were, at the pilot, right? Only at the pilot. I thought, this doesn't belong on TV. This is weird, because it was like a full-budgeted feature film with all his detail that he's known for mm-hmm. on a TV show hmm. on FX. Right. I felt, it almost felt like a film from the 90s, in a sense. It had a weird style to it that I wasn't used to seeing on, on television. Huh. That all uh, sounds good. Some, some goofy moments, you know, the little hiccups. But overall, yeah, like, I really liked it. I was surprised. I I, really I've been seeing their ad campaign everywhere, and I can't say I really care for the ad campaign very much. You know, much, they've taken that ad campaign. I know, I, know, I didn't I know, see it at all. Because of people's complaints oh, about is it, is the, graf- the graphic nature. Oh, that's what I'm saying. The worm when coming I, out of the eye, oh, essentially. Yes. There's, a, there's a moment in the, in the pilot that I'm saying, when I said big budget feature, it doesn't belong until it's pretty graphic. Mm, like, wow. like gory, graphic disturbing and I'm like this is great but yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know how it got I don't because it was on FX channel that's why it passed but I'm surprised it got on air well it I mean can. yeah it's no cable. cable oh I guess yeah cable versus yeah. broadcast I, mean, I, I see HBO doing it but Game of Thrones yeah. I mean it's the right. same right deal. same deal yeah cable. so I okay but I mean it's a horror horror genre there should be kind of graphic nature. So people were complaining about the well, trailers? Because, of, because it was for public consumption. I mean, these oh, giant and it was too much that. in it was, the... It was the billboards. Uh, yeah, oh, it was the doing. billboards that, yeah, specifically so people the are one complaining about. Okay. on Beverly, which is like right near Hollywood, right. did not change. No, <laughs> I've seen them. They're still up all over town. I think so maybe, it's outside of Los Angeles. So I think maybe, that yeah, people have been complaining. Yeah, I don't think, or if they've been complaining here, it hasn't been very effective within the city limits. The right. sick minds of Angelinos. Uh, They're fine. We're They're all crazy. <laughs> yeah. uh, any other interesting geek week? I'm trying to think of a, a board game that we've played that's new. Well, we did play a new board game. What did we play? 
Not Robinson and Caruso. Well, right? We played Lewis and Clark. Lewis and Clark. We played that. So we haven't talked about Lewis and Clark. Lewis and Clark is a new board game. Mm-hmm. It is brand new. It's only been out for like a month or so. I really liked it. It, it the theme of it is that we, everybody are are explorers traveling across the America trying to West. trying to find the Northwest Passage. Yeah. What, no, what was yep. it? Yeah. Yeah. Trying to get to you know the, the Pacific. Right. And you use uh, you use waterways, and you use a, a Native American's help in order to get you across the all the mountain ranges and whatever. Right. Huh. right. It's a very European style game. Mm-hmm. I thought lots of moving of cubes as resources. Yes. But I thought it was a pretty good game. Moving. Of yeah, cubes. I enjoyed it. See, this is where my board game. I mean, I lost, my, my, but I enjoyed this it. This is where I. I yeah, sorry. Well, (laughs) my cubes. What? Huh? Well, in a lot of these games, resource resources like food and wood are represented in a in a wooden cube. A little wooden cube that's colored. So excellent. It's a big. The the Native Americans are cubed. The the canoes canoes are cubed. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's kind of a European board game thing to have lots of little wooden cubes everywhere. But it was the, the, the characters were interesting. They, they each had different abilities that you could you could kind of add into your party, and all famous explorers. All famous explorers, right? Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, I had fun. Yeah, and, and then played we, in like an hour. Was it? Change. Well, it was a little bit longer because I think we were learning it. But yeah, yeah. and then we played that galaxy game again. Uh, an older game we played, um, which is Galactic Emperor. Right. Which. I really like that game. So do it's I. essentially Puerto Rico, if anybody's played Puerto Rico, in outer space with spaceships that you can blow up your neighbors. Exactly. And I lose terribly every time, but I still enjoyed it. You didn't lose terribly. Why? I got last place. <laughs> I don't know how. <laughs> well, uh, you, well <laughs> when you put it that way. Good about, yeah, good yeah, about yeah, keeping exactly. people grouped, uh, but yes. Well, some mistakes were made. Some I should have uh, declared war much sooner. <laughs> mistakes were made. But I think, yeah, it was just like, you know, television. I've seen a lot. I just saw Captain America today. It was still playing in the uh, $2 theater, and we'll, we'll talk about that later. Right. Not technically a summer movie, but we're going to bring it up because we haven't really talked about it. Hey, I don't think it's. And been there's up news the related to Captain America, which yes, yes, which we will. And Iron talk Man, about. and yes. Um, all right. Well, that's it for Geek Week. How about um, some geek news? Excellent. Do, 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 do. This is just. I want to get your guys' opinion about it. Okay. Um, there was news that, well, it's not really news. People know this has been happening. But there's a uh, guy who developed a, um, a, uh, a trolling program that scrapes Wikipedia and then tweets anytime um, the IP address of a congressperson oh. or the, changes, a Wiki- genius. changes a Wikipedia yeah. entry. That's genius. Good. So it, it just fires off when something has been changed. And so there's quite a bit of editing coming going yeah. on by the Congress on Wikipedia. I assume they're and 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 let's be clear, it's not like a, an official function of Congress. It's staffers with sure. an agenda who are changing things. Right. Now, the article did say that I read that they said about nine. Wikipedia say, said that about ninety percent of the changes fell within the kind of. 
the good category, meaning they were correcting things and making correct changes mm -hmm. and not just defacing it or completely removing stuff they right. didn't want to. But there is some of that. Of course. But, I mean, I don't know what you guys feel about that. I know there's a knee-jerk reaction to that. But if these people are in the know and the data on the, on the Wikipedia is wrong, aren't these the people who should be making some of these changes? Well, I, I read I read one of the uh, an article about it, and they talked about um, what they were changing. And again, maybe this is the slant of the article I read, but it didn't sound like they were correcting like the official record. It sounded like they were trying to take out like references to campaign, right? Like num like the fundraising numbers and things that essentially they're trying to polish their image by changing sure. their Wikipedia image mm. sure. entries, I should say. And that, for me, tweet about it. It's awesome. But that could be anybody. No, well, it could be it anybody, could be and people like in the in the private sector do it too. I sure. mean, sure. absolutely. But there is a knee jerk reaction when you put the word. Congress are coming from well because they have the lowest approval rating of I think sure everything well, maybe short of the airlines. <laughs> right. But do you but feel like reaction in what sense? What meaning was? people people are getting upset and outraged, like the fact that we're talking about it at all. Are you saying the general public's upset that people are tweeting about these? No, they're upset no, with Congress making oh. changes to yeah. the wiki right. Well, he, that's the, I mean, I no. think that's a fair reaction based on. What you just said, low approval rating. A lot of us are you uh, don't disheartened, trust them, and yeah, I think we all are, are in that right. boat. They, they've but, lost a lot of they've lost a lot of public trust. I mean, that's just the reality of right. it. But if they're fixing things that need to be fixed that are incorrect, I don't see what the problem is. Mm -hmm. I guess just because they tweet that someone is changing something, I guess it just depends on how we react to that. I guess like if it's like okay, they're changing it. It doesn't mean it's a bad change, but we are all just aware that's happening, and then we well, can go and see what. That's the great thing about this. They should be able to change whatever they want. It is a wiki page. Sure. What's great is this guy has essentially set up an alert to say, "Let's check your work." Yeah. yeah. Why not? And we yeah. will. We will change it back. I mean, yeah. there's been this movement for the last ten years of fact checking. Uh huh. Uh, political Public and stuff. Political and stuff like that. And like, yeah, public fact checking. Mm -hmm. Like after an, a debate. Okay, let's see actually what is right here. You know, sure. the, the numbers are throwing out. Let's see how accurate those are. Mm -hmm. So I'm okay. I mean, that seems fine. It seems like this is that Wikipedia is kind of working the way it should. Sure. I mean, they're public figures. I don't. It's it's okay if we're the public knows that they're changing something. And I think it's that's not fair. like we can't like you can't see what they've changed. So I mean, it's Which all context. Yeah. yeah, it's all contextual. It, yeah, so you're right. It's already an open source. Yeah. Uh, f like thing to begin with. Sure. So why not add this extra layer to it? Yeah. Right. So if you're like, oh, my congressman's been fooling with their, you know, Wikipedia entry, and you go and you look, and they're actually changing something factual, that's great. And if they go, if you go and they look, if you go and look, and they've been changing something that they're just editing out things that make them look bad. Well, right. that's a, tells you more True. about why they shouldn't be your. But of course, now we, you know? we can talk about which we don't have time for, but. The passing of the uh, law over in Europe about being able to scrub from Google. Fact. The right so, to be forgotten. Right. Yes. So now, yeah. I mean, could they play that card? I feel like that 
law was made by someone who doesn't really understand the internet. Probably, but <laughs> but, but European law is much stricter about privacy than, than ours in terms of individual privacy. So. Right. Well, but if you take it down from the Google index, I mean, I think that stops like 98% yeah. yeah, sure. of people who are looking it's, for something anyway. It's true. Most people use Google as the portal to their it's information. It's your encyclopedia. Most yeah. of it, yeah. But it, it's weird to, Regardless to pick of what on... Regardless it really is. Yeah. yeah, it's weird to pick on the search and not the content. True. Like, why aren't you going to the servers that are hosting that, that right. information? Well, That's what I'm that, saying. It I still think... exists on the internet. It's just no one's indexing it. Or at least not Google. Yahoo yeah, is, Bing I mean, is. I think that's impossible, whereas Google, you can control the index. I mean, it is it, impossible to take it down. This forever. is why. So maybe they understand. Well, you could the you could go to you can go to hosts and tell them like you can you can go to a but host and tell them. But what if it's something that's that has a moment in the sun and it gets you know picked up by one million? Goes viral, people. yeah. Then yeah, then yeah, it's on how many? You can't possibly cover. No, that. no, of course not. Right, which is what I think you're saying. It's like. But but what I the reason why I guess I I feel like this is written by people who don't understand lot of things actually it's <laughs> at some point so, some stuff has got to be news and on the record true so let's say i have a bad credit rating mm-hmm. right and after a certain amount of years google still has announced it's still searching that i have bad credit rating mm-hmm. i could if i were in europe i could say you know what i have a right for that to be forgotten it shouldn't follow me around for the rest of my life right what if i'm a politician is that news and then how high of a right. politician do you need to be? What about my local? I'm, a, I'm becoming a, I'm a judge, local judge. Is that news? Well, What I, about running for the school board? I mean, what I'm saying is that it seems like every individual but piece. But I think, I think those things are, I mean, honestly, I think those things are codified in law to a fair extent already. Because, but no, but before, it would be public record, but it would be, you'd need to go find it somewhere. So if it was expunged from your record after seven years, then it was literally taken out of, of an archive and it was no longer there for people to go. Mm. So I don't think it's that, I, I mean, you're right. I, I mean, I that's what this guy's complaining about, is he had, uh, one well, of the guys who sued had something that he had done earlier, yeah, and he didn't want right. it on there anymore. But yeah. Google well, complied, I, honestly, and they, they made I'm it very is, easy now for people say, to do it. But, but don't we have a right to right. be able to... So where do you draw the line? That's the big I question. I don't think there's a right. I mean, for something like... Uh, yeah, but for, if you're running as treasurer things. and you have bad credit, isn't that like, isn't that like important News. for us to know? <laughs> Like, at you what know, point does I it stop being I, news? I don't actually know what the law is. I mean, after seven years, it's expunged from your credit history. I don't know if it's expunged. Do you know what I mean? I don't think well, there's a blanket like this never happened. Well, right now, for, you know what I mean? right now Google set up, they, you just po- you go to their thing and they made it really easy. You say what, what it is and you give a reason for why you want it removed. And they've been really, they have a human looking at that, that uh, submission. And they've been supposedly. Hundreds of thousands they, of people are, of course, right. And, but, and Google's complying. Sure. Yeah. That's crazy. on their for their own accord, but I, I don't but know. But that's not law. That's just I, you know what. But if you're a politician and it's it's being covered as like background for some sort of election, you know, or something like that, the internet's not the only place that you find those things. It's just the lazy man's. You know what I mean? Like it's a, it's but, available but to everybody. I shouldn't have to. You know, I, I'm saying that's if what Google, reporters do. Yeah, it just seems a little. Should you should a, should someone say you can't do a search uh, a well, time life can't do a search? The uh, reason why I'm playing devil's advocate on this is right. because I think that you're using credit history, which is something that yes could be applicable to other things in the future beyond the seven year term. I mean that's by American law, but. Um, 
there are things that are personal that are that mean that should be able to, to come down from the index. Like so I was listening to an NPR program and there was a man on there talking about how, and he was a caller, and he just basically said that he'd had like some severe health issues like a decade earlier, and essentially now when people still searched his name, that was the first thing that came right. up. So it was literally people were it was preventing him from getting work because sure. they're like, oh, this guy's about to kick it. Like I'm not sure. going to hire him, and he'd actually you know come a hundred. 80 degrees from there and was doing fine and all this stuff but what yeah, if the he first was running result. for president but see that's but that, that, that's, that's the other side of the coin so we so but they're both valid different. points it's like someone who's not a public figure yeah. should be able to that's what i'm saying but how do this you, is not like it's not yeah, black and white dry. no not at no, all but I, I i don't think that they're the same thing because you i don't, don't think that knowing whether your president's about ready to drop dead or not I don't think that every necessarily that that needs to stay on the internet forever, mm-hmm. where everyone in, can access it. If someone starts running for president, it takes everything to a whole other level of scrutiny, and these are the kind of things that get dug up and get reported by magazines and newspapers. True, I mean medical I mean, records. And then still you can exist. look at it on the yeah. Google, Google index all you like. I mean, mm. I just don't think that it has to be available for everyone all the time. What are why you, you hiding, Andy? I'm like, <laughs> why'd you just pass a law? Not <laughs> in the most easily. Googleable person in the fucking planet. But, yeah, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, probably only one of you. Yeah, exists. Yeah, right. I feel like this law is gonna like last for another year before it gets changed. Well, I don't well, think it's ever it gonna reach the states, right? It's only for Europe. It's only yeah. for the, the EU, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I posted on here. I was thinking about uh, people's thoughts on the Twelve Monkeys reboot. I've only seen the trailer. Same here. I haven't here. seen the trailer yet. Okay. I love 12 Monkeys. So do I. And I love that. that well, I'm a Terry Gilliam fan. Yeah, I know. Me and, too. And I love the film it's ba- based off of, mm-hmm. which French. is La Jete yeah, or something yeah. like that. It's a black and white experimental film. About 30 minutes. So I have... Stills. It's a Pretty much show. stills. I mean, it's really they shot on I've 16... I've seen that. What it's, it's beautiful. On. Yeah. But it's, it was shot in 16 millimeter, I think. And then he just took frames from it and made that. Weird. Yeah. Because there's some motion in the. Is in, it in is it. it something that you can get easily these days? It's. I think they do have it on, on a compilation. I can. I have a copy. I can lend you. Oh, I'm. I'm um, in. Definitely. But I think on one of those like Criterion releases, it, they have it restored somewhere. Because I forgot. It's a pretty famous director now. I think, but uh, French French filmmaker. But anyway, so now for television, they're as as it's for TV. We, we Americans do. Yeah. They're rebooting Sci-Fi it. Channel. So okay, now, so. now it's two. It's it's two steps removed. It's how things go because it's based off of the movie, That's which was already stuff. based off of a short. Right. Film. Sure. So I saw the trailer mm-hmm. and I thought it looked interesting. First of all, it okay. felt. The first thing I thought of was, hey, uh, the president of the Sci-Fi Channel has said that he's going to try to get back on track with real science fiction right. instead of this wrestling man, mosquito and, crap. You're right. And I was like, halfway through the, tra- uh, the, the teaser trailer, I was like, yes, this is an, a good example. It seemed like it was shot well. It seemed like a sophisticated plot. Somewhat. I don't know if it had the style. Doesn't have, well, who does? I yeah, mean, Terry Gilliam has the, such a But I'm okay with style. that. That's okay. Well, it would be yeah. better that they reinvented it. I mean, I haven't seen the trailer, but I just in general think. I just don't gonna- know how. If you're going to redo it, redo it. Bring right. something new to the table. It feels like it is definitely going to be a... It's not a sequel or anything. They are starting no, from scratch. No, they're starting from scratch. But does, doesn't it feel like kind of a procedural to you a little bit? Mm. Or 
I don't know. Yeah. I'm it's hoping hard to tell. that it's not 20 blah blah episodes. I'm hoping it's 13 episodes and a it's season. done or something. Or cuz I I also don't know how what kind of legs it's going to have. Who knows, but they they the trailer felt more open. In fact, they even mm-hmm. made it sound like there's multiple time travels. Oh, right. Mm. Uh, because he men- he meets another character in there and says, "Wait, I knew you back in the 70s or something." And but, you haven't changed a bit, so that's must be his thir- second time travel, right? Well, yeah. In the film, he travel. In the film, remember, he's traveling back and forth. I don't know if it's been a while since you've seen between it. Between two, right? Right, but he's still going back, and it's like you haven't fixed it yet. You have to go, and no, he's traveling between different time, kind of different moments in I the love time. It. Within I the, love but it within a separate. We try yeah. to apply logic to time travel movies. Well, awesome. well, well. The beautiful thing about Twelve <laughs> Monkeys, the beautiful thing about Twelve Monkeys, and and the short is that it does have it does. It's one of the few time travel movies that sort of makes sense. That yeah. kind of keep it within a one the loop. Circle, that, yeah, yeah. No, that you're not totally at the end. That you're not angry at the end of it. And right, and I'm worried about this okay. kind of going off the rails and becoming convoluted. Like if you watch Continuum, which I have. I was going to say, we're going to talk about X-Men. <laughs> All right. Yeah. And those movies, and, and then Continuum in particular, gets like out of control. They kind of, sure. it's bad planning. Right, and that leads to inconsistencies and plot holes. Most time travel stories right. don't work if you think about it too. You, you much. have to let go. In that's, fact, the best ones prepare it, you for it. Like Bill and actually, Bill and Ted's one of the best <laughs> ones. But Bill like Back to the Future, where you it's just go excellent. True, where you Most just go. You know what? Excellent. This is silly. I'm not going. to But that's more it. of a comedy and an adventure movie. Sure. But a film like Primer, I feel like right. does a better job at trying to keep that web. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Listen, I didn't see th- when I saw the trailer. I didn't, it, I didn't get angry. I just said I rolled I'll my eyes. <laughs> I mean, I agree with you on your sentiment about Sci-Fi Channel getting on track. That's great. Like this I, looked I, like a sophisticated TV show as compared well to compared some, to other garbage like they've had. Warehouse Thirteen, right? Or something mm. which is just or like Light Fair, which I still enjoy, but Light Fair like Eureka, right? Exactly. Mm. True. I'd still like to see another Battlestar, something of that quality, come about. This but that's like a, I think this you think could I could be do yeah. that quality. Okay, it's all about the writing, though. I mean, remember, yeah. remember where Helix, what channel Helix was on? I know, and <laughs> and I saw that trailer. I thought it looked amazing. Right, it, and we it, saw it, what it ha- we saw what happened to that. Yeah, it's so. crap. And I watched that entire sh- season. So, all right. So, anyways, I'm okay. With you're okay side. with it. I'm okay so far with the trailer. I'm I'm not sure. But and I haven't seen no it. Idea. Look at that. It's a draw. <laughs> okay. Um, which one did I want to bring up? Maybe I don't know. you can, uh, Ianthe, help me with this. Um, so there's some. There's Are we some, talking female Thor? No, we're <laughs> going to talk about um, Avengers Two uh, information coming out and okay. Ultron. No, we're talking about okay. Black Captain America. <laughs> we are going to talk about Black Captain America. Uh, Ultron. Can someone get me mm. on board with Ultron? Does anybody here know? I don't actually. Just, just what I read in that article. I mean, yeah. I don't. I'm not familiar with. All right. I'm well, gonna, I mean, we're gonna have to do. A, we're gonna have to yeah. do a comic book. Uh, get some comic book uh, people in here to explain. All yeah, because that me. was not one of the ones I really read. Uh, so I'm, I got. Very right. little. You're an ex- I mean, he you're was an expert. Ex- ex- woman. I, I'm X Men, Fantastic Four. Yeah, I got some, I got some, but yeah, not those. The okay. franchise is no longer owned by Marvel. Like, <laughs> sadly, well, movie franchises. Yeah. Movie franchises. I mean, yeah. yeah, the rights to to make those films, at least for now. I guess. What are you What are you curious about? I just uh, I saw it. I, uh, uh, it looked like a. I didn't know if the story, which was 
um, in, in this movie, um, Stark creating a, a something that they can get out of control. It, yeah, see, I wasn't, that, was, was, it, was it a creature that was, was, was sentient-based, or was it, was it invented? I couldn't... I, thought, I don't know. I'd be oh. curious to know whether that's an Iron Man storyline or an Avengers storyline, because I actually did read Iron Man, and I mean, I stopped many, many years ago, but I don't remember Ultron, so... Okay. Is it Ultron part of... Is it going to be in the Avengers film? You're asking the wrong dude. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was it's bad Avengers bad guy, right? Yeah. yeah. Main yeah. bad guy. Yeah. By the way, that rumor that Geeks On talked about years ago popped up again about the end of Avengers 2 setting up a planet Hulk um, oh. movie. Oh, yeah. So yeah, this, yeah. this rumor came out before, and it popped up again like people had heard, seen the script. Essentially, that at the end of this Avengers movie, uh, the Avengers will trick the Hulk into uh, the, the rocket and mm-hmm. launch it into outer space because he's causing too much oh. mayhem. Too much havoc. And then they yeah. will then come out with some Planet Hulk uh, spin-offs. spin-offs hmm. I see. Which would be very interesting. Sure. You know and a way to Here, reboot that franchise. Yeah, that, but that franchise has struggled so hard, I know. to be honest, because from a dramatic standpoint, I mean, I read the Hulk because my brother read the Hulk. Um, it was definitely one of those storylines. I mean, it was the same storyline every week. I mean, it's hard that's why Planet Hulk is, which essentially is, if anybody doesn't know, it's like Conan the Barbarian, as it, but played by Hulk. Nice. He gets launched to a planet. Yeah, but I don't know. That's just out there. And that's got of this, you know. I think there's a reason none of the. Well, I guess the TV series was a hit. I mean, back sort of. in the day, yeah. ish. But I mean, I, I think there's a reason why. It, it's just hard. It's hard to. I think it's hard to create a storyline in which. Hulk's relatable. Well, relatable, or just that that within a, like the framework of a movie that that you care really. Do you know what I mean? These I, out- I enjoyed the Edward like, Norton it's just reboot. Destroying every. I don't know. I enjoyed the Edward Norton reboot, but I think it's a but dude that came out. To be honest, that came out when the happening was coming out. They came out at the same yeah. time, and I'm like compare like it was like one or the other. And like, yeah, the Hulk's not too bad because oh, this other piece of garbage. Was because the, uh, yeah. the the movie that and, set the bar. Was and yeah. then, of course, we had the one before that, the Ang Lee one. And so for me, I liked the Edward Norton. I liked, I think the way they did it was great. You play more the Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde type. Heard, yeah. Theme. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't bad. It just to me was kind of forgettable in yeah. a way. A little bit. Yeah. yeah. But I just that to me, that's just a script. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's not yeah. a character flaw. I mean, he was great. He's great in the Avengers. I thought he was fantastic. But that's because he's part of an ensemble and he's not trying to, he's mm. not carrying a movie. I yeah. mean, I think that's, I mean, he's fantastic in it because he's funny, but he can mm. be funny because he's an accent. But, well, here's, not the but, you, but you boot him away, then he's, he's gone from the team. Here's the right? deal. Well, but then it's him on a planet. It's all about him. <clears throat> Yeah, I, but I'm saying what do you think? Like a fun two Planet, hours to me. <laughs> Planet Hulk, he doesn't. He's never David Banner. It's all he's constantly Hulk. jacked. <laughs> it's all Hulk. Is but he's our he's our hero. I mean, he's our he's essentially Conan, and he mm. tries to overthrow a tyrannical ruler who rules this planet. And the yeah. rebels find Hulk, and they're like, "Hey, you should help us 
kick this guy's ass and Hulk goes in and just why not yeah <laughs> destroys things destroys the entire planet yeah I, oh, yeah, I I, yeah that's a hard sell for me I, I mean we like honest. monster movies right we've seen big things destroy cities we like we can watch apes I like and things. care about I, apes I, I mean so I, why not <laughs> I, I do like nice explosions and yeah, yeah, yeah yeah but still well I keep in mind uh, this is just a rumor. internet like, rumor nah. that's yeah. come up a year and a half a, later again it's so. probably just nah. the fanboys really wanting that. Yeah. 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 Probably. <laughs> uh, yeah. Quick note. Mm-hmm. Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition just came out. Ianthi, right. I know you're very excited about I'm this. I'm <laughs> beside myself with joy. Uh, the reason why... It's <laughs> br- just rolling D20s. Like, exactly. Yeah, the right. reason why I bring this up is because if you go to the Dungeons and Dragons website, you can download like a 120-page yeah, basic yeah. rule book. I almost read it. It's. I was like, nah. I'm not it's the whole game, right? It's 120 pages for free. You can get done. Just download it and start playing. And then if you like it, buy one of the books. Hmm. I mean, you can't beat. Have free. you started looking it over? A little bit. Hmm. I just don't play Dungeons and Dragons, so. Right. But I love the fact that they gave the basic game out for free. Well, you know, you got to give a little bit out to get people addicted. Well, you know? it's true since essentially Pathfinder took all their business, mm. and so they need to get right. some of the customers customers back so they're like begging for them to come back right, and right. T- at least read it because you know? people were pretty pretty burned by one of the editions right fourth they kind edition of fourth everyone edition. hates yeah. they just hate it and so this they uh, i read several reviews of the fifth edition it says it's way better fourth edition i guess bogged everything down so that if you wanted to play by the rules if you're you know, in combat, it would just take forever and everyone oh. just waited around. This, you'd get to go, it's back to rolling the dice and then keep playing. Okay. So nice. Dungeons and Dragons fans, go download it. Cool. Anything else, Clint? Uh, just the Tesla Motor stuff, which I'm always interested about, uh, interested in. Tell us about Tesla's, Tesla Motors. Well, Elon Musk, the, the founder and right. uh, CEO, and uh, basically r- real life. Tony Stark. Real life Tony Stark. <laughs> he uh, he did something that was some. <laughs> Is return- he drunk? <laughs> He's amazing. Like, no, no. <laughs> he may be a he may be a drunk. I don't know. No, no. I don't know his personal life, but no, he. Just um, kidding. But he he announced that he was going to release the, the Tesla's patents to kind yeah. of to a, a to lot other. of the technology in the Tesla cars. Mm-hmm. He's releasing the patents because he knows that he he knows that his market share is small, mm-hmm. even though they can't reach demand just because of the output that they're going at and the infrastructure they have currently, they can't meet their own demand mm-hmm. and environment, the environmental uh, situation is important to him and he sees right. it, you know, imminently coming upon us that he's like, we need speed. So we're going to release this stuff to hopefully the, the bigger car companies we'll let them have it. Hopefully they'll use it and start marketing and, and, and inventing it electric just cars so happens. And I've read several people who mentioned this, that what he did not give up, and what he's, he's installing everywhere is the quick... The quick charging. Quick yeah. charging stations. Which is... That, his, which if everybody, been, If everybody used his, you know... The proprietary. Yep. Yeah. So he well, would then like, make it's money like, it's with... It's like the royalty on Blu-ray discs. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Some, so if he puts a, a gas station in every city that he owns Yeah, alone, I mean, they're still planning on building that giga, giga factory to, to, yeah. to boost uh, their battery production. So this could they, be a, make him a quadrillionaire because what he isn't giving up is the way to charge all those cars. Right. In, in, a, in, a, in a fast... Well, and also they're doing the battery exchange uh, stations where... 
you stop, you get right. your batteries swapped out, put right. new ones in. But, but I mean, you got to give him credit. I mean, that's a lot of people won't do that. And he sees it. And this has been a, de- uh, a debate in this country for a while that pet, the patent system, the way it is now is slowing down innovation. By a lot, yes. By a lot, by, by a huge yeah. factor. So, okay, you don't want to get rid of patents. Maybe at least decrease the time that they're that they last for. Because sure. if anything, they've increased over the decades. Oh, they absolutely yeah. have. And yeah, because of companies like Disney and whatnot. 75 and, plus life. Yeah. Uh, right. And now, and then they also announced the, and they, this has been on the books for a while, but in 2017, they're hoping to bring that more affordable electric car out. Tesla is. Uh, right, yeah. The, the 35K. Uh, that, I think, is the most interesting thing that he also announced. Essentially, a right. car that us peons can buy. Can afford. Yeah. Right. And that's exciting. Which is cool. Yeah, that is cool. Okay. All right. All right. So our main topic, which is 2014 summer blockbusters. Yeah. Yes. So there's been a lot of big movies. Big movies. Big movies. And but like big good movies. This summer, I I feel like. I agree. They haven't at least. Like I was expecting to, like think feel like some of these are going to be horrible, more average or just bombs. Right, but they're better no, than they're, usual. Yeah, okay, it's a good crop this year. And what we're we're not necessarily doing reviews here. There's plenty of reviews out there. We're just going to talk about it like fans. So spoilers. So lots. Oh, of spoilers. lots of spoilers. Okay. Yeah, I have not seen all these movies. All right, so I've seen I, all of them either. Okay. I may be spoiled as well. Gotcha. Sorry. So let's in advance. Let's do this in the order in which they were released. Okay. Okay. And we're going to do one that is outside of the summer, which was... We mentioned earlier, yep. Captain America, Winter Soldier. The Winter Soldier, or Winter, right. Now, we may have mentioned this briefly on the show. I can't remember. But we're mentioning it now. Okay. I was not planning on going to Captain America 2 because I was very disappointed in Captain America 1. At least the last half of Captain America. And one. I, I enjoyed, actually enjoyed Captain America. I enjoyed America Captain one. America okay. one. So, but but yeah. as comic book movies go, it wasn't the top of the, the list. But it definitely it was better than I thought it was going to be. For yeah. one. For and I one. thought they did a good job yeah. of modernizing a character that was really do you know what I mean? Like it was pretty fusty. In the second movie? Oh. Well, in, in the, the first the... one. I mean like they had to set most of it. I mean, they had to give the context of it, but I thought it was paced like right. a current movie, even though subject-wise, mm-hmm. I thought they sure. did a good job of it. I liked it. Well, but I you, did but not. you did not. So, so yes. I was, I was even not really going to see the second movie, and I had started watching uh, Agents of Shield, and uh, had I'd broken become, up with it. Yeah, well, I, I watched two it episodes so, and said enough. I given it some time. <laughs> okay, I spent some time with it. I had then left it. I then heard some rumors that the movie... Oh, there was going to be... Right. And the TV show had had finally synced up. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of one of the reason why I want to watch the series. Yeah, because for two, I'm jumping ahead. I was wondering the entire time, like, I know Coulson's back. Where is he in this universe? They don't... He's not anywhere. Right. I don't know if he's just supposed to be off peripherally. That part's still dumb. Okay. The Coulson thing the Coulson, is dumb. He should be dead. dead. Okay, you think it's dumb. But they like because the he is alive... Shouldn't he have been in this film? Then? No. No, okay. They do explain that in the TV series. Okay, okay. So they, 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 they say it starts syncing up, and some interesting things were supposed to happen in the TV series. So I decided to go back and watch the one or two episodes that, was, that, that were related okay. to, and 
they try to make it interesting by kind of changing up one of the major, the, one of the most boring characters in the TV show. They try to make more interesting. They didn't make it which more one? Interesting. There's so many. There was like a white dude in there. Uh, well, one of like the younger, the yeah, younger, younger white dude. He's like a science. One of the science no, researcher or, or, or the agent. The oh, agent. Okay. okay. They try to make him interesting. He <laughs> is not any more interesting. He's just he's wo- like a wooden. 2D. I just felt that way about the entire series, to be honest. Like their their main cast, I just was not interested. It in. But it did get me to go see Captain America too. So okay. the show, the the fact that we're going to tie some stuff in, that's what got you to see the Winter Soldier. The show that you right. didn't like Weird. got you to see the second. Yeah, because movie I wanted to see. <laughs> you didn't right. like the first well, one. I wanted to this see is what they fantastic. were. Like everyone was kind of <laughs> what they were talking about. Oh, okay. Triumph of marketing. Well, they kept saying <laughs> all these. They kept saying, "Oh, um, Nick Fury's dead." Oh. And I was, uh, oh, in the show that was in the show. Oh. And I was like, huh? How did that happen? I should go see the movie. So do these episodes Triumph happen? Of marketing. Do these yeah. episodes happen before the film or during the film? During. Okay. So it came out the same time the right. movie came oh, out. Oh, interesting. Uh, so interesting. this is kind of what I've always wanted. It still wasn't successful, still not a good show. But it yeah. did get me to go see the movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, I actually really, I thought the movie's pretty good. I missed it, like, the first round. I saw it today, actually, okay. t- in preparation for this episode. Oh, oh wow. Okay. Look at you. But I wanted to see it for a long time. Right. It just, there's been so many other films. I've, uh, I, really, I really enjoyed it a I lot. Liked it. I don't think I enjoyed it as much as you guys did. Oh, it's and I so thrilling. I think I liked one better, to be really? honest. Really? Yeah. No. yeah this no, is such seriously. a better film. I was not really down with the Winter Soldier. I felt like that oh. was such an excuse for so many things. And he I just agree. kind of went away, came back, to went me, away, the bad came guy. back. And I'm like, really, Bucky? Come on now. And I, 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 I kind of yeah, like, I don't know. I, don't I mean, agree with, there aren't a lot of surprises in these movies, but I was just like, really? I'm going to oh. agree with, with you, Ianthi, that the Winter Soldier is the weak part of the movie. It is. But, but what the I, action there, sequences with him were, I thought. It was fine. But real, what oh, I thought I was really interesting was the idea of of a arm of the government True. that was too powerful and had all this money and the reality was is that it was just getting out of control and had superheroes behind it. Right. And essentially you had a, a rogue, rogue agency. agency getting just out of control which is kind of a cool idea. Like they Well, it even ha- it kind of even happens today in other in certain parts of the world. There are coup d'etats that still happen. Insurgents. Sure. I mean, yeah. it's not as elaborate as this, of course, but Yeah, no. I mean, I mean they're 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 kind of making a point, I suppose. Now, and here they have this whole conspiracy where there was another agency kind of growing within it. Right. Uh, and they talk more about that in the TV show actually. Oh, okay. Which is kind of the best part of the TV show. Um, I may have to go back. Now you're going to make me go back. It's only two episodes. It's only two episodes. Um, They essentially... (laughs) You made me watch that show. You're going to make me watch it. They essentially talk about why... uh, uh, What's the bad guy's... uh, Hydra? Hail Hydra. Why Hydra is even there. It's like they want to do good. Well, that they was, just have a really shitty version of how to get it done. Well, that's always the best. I feel like the best antagonists are the ones where it's not just, oh, you're bad because you're bad. It's right. like, oh, oh they absolutely. actually believe in what they're doing. 
It's it is flawed, well, but <clears throat> you want you want an antagonist with shades of gray. That they're mm. not just all bad. That there are certain qualities about them that are good, and maybe their intent is you know. Of course, it wasn't clear about what. Like, because no, they're I like, wasn't we're sure just going to wipe out these people, and it's going to be. It's like, what are you talking? Because it sounded like they're going to wipe out their people who were against their ideology, but they never really talked about what that ideology, what the right. what the goal was. Right. Because I thought it was okay. The goal is like chaos or something. But Redford's character even says like, we don't want it to be chaotic no. we want things to no, be but they need chaos but it's like to, what are you to, talking to provide about them yeah. an excuse to provide order right unquote. well on the For tv show they kind essentially of a shadow say, hydra is essentially saying listen we've got another we have another view of how to achieve the exact same goals you are which is protecting us you guys are just pansies about it we're going to get this job done in a real way a direct way. Well, he says, right, we're going to make, you have to kind of make the, like the hard choices right, right, for right. true freedom or whatever. But they don't say what that is. No. But maybe, and that's not the point of the film. We're not there for like a political uh, no, but expository it, but debate. I, you know, but the movie had a very political... And I'm going to take this in a totally other geek direction. There's a really fascinating TED Talk by, the, um, and I can't even remember the name of the person giving the talk, but they were basically trying to explain... You know, when you're in, in a crowd of people who all have one ideology, they t- tend to think that the other side are a bunch of idiots and how can they think like this? Sure. And they were basically talking about the two kind of thought systems that are in play and value systems that people have that, that go towards one side or the other and how like wh- they complement one another in a way. And it's a really fascinating talk. I'll find it and I'll send hmm. the link because it's really, it plays into this whole idea that um, it, it, it's about you know prioritizing order or prior. It, I'm, it, it, was that it, the one that what makes you a conservative and what makes you a liberal? The guy who polls the audience at the beginning says how absolutely. many people? Yeah, this oh, it's a it's, great it's a great TED, great TED talk because people have a habit of again it's like like you're saying you may have a similar goal but people achieve it in different ways or you can look at a situation and one person will. Will will appreciate um, how how fragile um, order is. Order can be like how quickly that can change. Mm. And then there are people who value you know um, the ability of change and that, but don't you know acknowledge that too much basically causes chaos. So it's it's just a fascinating thought, fascinating talk because it it kind of plays into Mm -hmm. the whole. Um, just different worldviews and yeah. how you can look at the same situation and see different things in it. And it, it actually does because the the movie is talking about like politics in a right. kind of meta, meta way. Right. Um, it kind of plays into that. Mm. Made me think of it. The other good thing about that movie is their wire work. The, um, Captain America is jumping around and fl- flinging It's so fluid. Well, some of it's not wire work. Some like of digital, it's digital. Yeah, digital it's di- yeah. But it looks freaking But good. not just it that. Like it, yeah. Even his movements are, are, they're so acrobatic and smooth. Yeah. You feel like, oh, he's like, this is like, I felt like this is the first time that super, like Batman grounded everything, but in a super like realistic sense. This was like still comic book characters in the real world. And I felt right. like that could actually somehow exist. If that makes any yeah. sense. I don't and know. It was weird. Even, the, even like when he kicked somebody, yeah. he didn't look like a guy on a wire. No. It, the dude flew 
hard and hit hard. I think so. there were some just hard stunts in this film. Yeah, it was done very well. He looked very like well. a he looked like a tough dude. Like when he kicked, you didn't want to get kicked by this guy, right? <laughs> and you didn't want to touch that shield no. either. Yeah, it was done well. Okay, yes. Since we and Nick got... Fury has a badass action sequence in this film, by the way, if you haven't seen he it. Does. He does. He oh, does. Oh, before we move on, the news of Captain America that came out yesterday on the talk or something. Oh, no, on just Colbert Report. Oh, I was oh say, right. Are we back to female Thor? Because that was on The View of all the random things. Right, that's things. what I was thinking. Like, no, this <gasps> is uh, Colbert Report. Um, the... There is a new Captain America coming out. Uh, now... This in the comics. In the comics. In the comics, I, yeah. This is things I just didn't know because I don't read the comic books. Right. Captain America is ninety years old in the comic books now, mm. and so he's mm. retiring essentially. Well, in this film, they state he's ninety years old too. Well, but I just guess FYI. he's like. In, well, Chris Evans after, does not look ninety. <laughs> well, because he was cryogenic. Yeah, this is yeah. like he's ninety years. Oh, they're saying yeah, no, ninety no. years in present day. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And ninety. Um, Awake years. <laughs> sure. Is that what they mean? 90? I guess so. Okay. I guess. So they're they're getting a new guy, and he's going to be a black guy, which apparently has happened before as Captain America. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know you could switch Captain Americas. <laughs> well, what are you? Are they saying they're going to pass on? They're going to make a new? Are they going to yeah. reboot the franchise? Or they're going to well, give a serum to a new guy in I present day? Re serum to a new guy or something? That's weird. But how you sure? Apparently, it's happened before with Captain America. Well, Nick Fury used to be a white guy as well. There's the white right. version. I mean, well, absolutely. But that's even weirder because it was just he's the same guy. This is literally. So this won't. I didn't find that weird though, because Samuel Jackson's just a great. No, I think no, no. Nick Fury's not weird. I'm just saying there has been black versions of super but you're saying this is a new guy i guess that's like yeah. the flash I mean, in dc there's not i'm just saying i didn't know he was like, that you the, could the, switch the, out captain I, america i, 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 I didn't read I, it you sure that's what they yeah. said oh wow yep and again when i investigated there has been other captain americas like in other words his alter ego were different people okay yeah because didn't he die well yeah he died not that long ago and they reboot they brought anyone back or something. I don't know yeah, Anywho, I don't know that's I'm not, interesting yeah. because yeah. Marvel also announced the female Thor mm-hmm. which I also had to read up because I didn't know but you know I've been doing more research about that and I, I think in the Marvel universe like, like who it's like whoever holds the hammer that I, I couldn't find any reference to that like looking yeah. at Norse mythology like I you know I, I don't think, think that, it has anything to do with Norse no I, well I mean theoretically it all comes from there but yeah not so much yeah so it's in inspired the, by in the Marvel comic books, there have been like five different Thors. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. I thought it was the god coming down to Earth, but essentially Thor inhabits somebody on Earth. Well, Marvel's notorious for rebooting their entire yeah. fr- worlds, like constantly. So this is how they've done it by giving reasons for what you like. Sure, sure. For I wouldn't even consider those reboots, though. I think they. I don't think they're continuing. Well, I mean, I mean, well, it's, it's a uh, reboot. How could it not be a reboot? Well, because they're not saying this is the same character we're we're starting over. They're saying that oh, character. I, I think it's a way for it is a way for them to reboot it that storyline. Yeah, yes. They're continuing the same story of it's kind of like Doctor Who, right? I yeah, know Doctor yeah. Who, you can no, switch those guys out because I knew, but I that, didn't know essentially. The, yeah, that's the tradition of the show. Thor is yeah. Doctor Who. Yeah. In DC, they did that with Green Lantern, right? Whoever sure. it's that. Lots of times. With right, Green lots Lantern. of times. See, yeah. now my question was, and I can never, I mean, I, I, how do you pronounce it? Is it Valkyrie? Val- a, a Valkyrie. Yeah, Valkyrie. Yeah, Valkyrie. Well, I always like that character in the comic books. Like, and, hmm. and why not just 
do promote that more versus female Thor? I mean, not I that know. they are exactly the same. They're not, but insane. I don't really think it would matter if Captain America is black or not, though. No. But sure. Well, right. Someone, I mean, some people on the forums and online have said, well, I, I care more about, let's make, like, make stronger original superhero female characters like you don't have to reboot someone into it but it's just hard I, but i think it's it's it, think they do it because it's, it's more market. accessible people already know the character thing. it's marketing it's yeah because it's an existing ip everything's about that yeah. yeah it's hard to start up a whole new franchise and say oh yeah this is going to catch up make so all right all right uh, we haven't even gotten to the summer blockbusters so okay. holy moly okay amazing spider-man 2 i did not see it did not see it but i haven't this seen the, i haven't seen short. the first one okay because i don't really Care. I, it was too yeah. soon. Too soon. It was okay. So, Amazing Spider-Man One mm-hmm. was yes, too soon. A reboot, but still a good movie. It was a good movie, but honestly, I just was like, Uncle, I don't want to be here. Sure. Like, yeah. <laughs> I agree. Uh, uh, I heard the second one's not so not so hot. What did you it's feel? It's not as good as the first one. Mm. It's not awful. Okay. I still like a ringing endorsement. I still like the <laughs> Peter Parker. I like that guy. You like, like this. The, ver- like you like this too. Peter Parker. I just, yeah. I just felt like I've seen this movie. I just, well, you have on the first one. I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm judging the movie. Like, I'm judging the movie on its own merit. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's all I can do. But uh, you are right. Yeah. There is no need to do another Spider-Man movie for a little while, in my opinion. It was okay. It was fine. Um, my my knee-jerk reaction, and maybe it's just because I'm getting older, I feel this way, but anytime it's, we're going to put a lot of young kids into a film, because that seems to be a popular way to get in a younger audience, just, it irks me. And well, that might not be the reason, because you I've say never, Peter Parker is already a young kid to yeah, begin with. Yeah, it's always bothered he, me that he wasn't ever a high school student. But he there is a college version of Peter yeah, Parker. Absolutely. Like, that's what I, that's what I know from... Yeah, but that's not... 90s. Originally, Peter Parker right. was a young, wiry, scrawny little dude who was a, a smart-ass kid. Mm-hmm. And he got freaking superpowers. And that was Spider-Man. Yeah. And they were always... It was never like that in the movies. Uh, and then, you know, after Spider-Man was, you know, for 20 years, they decided to put him in college at, in the comics because it was getting weird. Mm-hmm. Um, but really, if you were going to start a... If you were going to start a Spider-Man movie, you kind of would want to go with the old classic Spider-Man. Have him be a wiry, goofy, you know, high school kid who freaking got superpowers. Otherwise, he's yeah. you know, all like all the other superheroes. So I do like maybe this kid. Yeah. And he seems younger than... To- I mean, Toby Maguire was fine. I liked him. He was fine, yeah. yeah I but I do him. like that he felt... He feels like a goofy kid who makes mistakes socially mm-hmm. and says the inappropriate things to the bad guys because he's a teenager. Right. Not Because he's a, necessarily a smartass. He's like a dorky teenager. That's kind of how Spider-Man was, and I do feel that way when I watch the movies. Well, perfectly cast, I would agree, for that type, that archetype. Yeah, yeah. he does a good job. I guess I just, I just, what they did with X-Men and making it a very younger, because they did, they basically decreased everyone's age at one point. In X-Men? Yeah. The movies? The movies, right. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, like, if you, like, Rogue was always really young, if you, if you, that's not how I, 
you know, grew up watching oh, okay. the 90s cartoons and even in the, in the comics. So that just bothered me because it seemed like it was from a casting standpoint to bring in... Right. Like somehow younger people are only uh, somehow going to associate like, like or, or have a connection with a younger type, like sure. heroes. And mm-hmm. I don't... I never had that growing up. I don't see why... That's a, that needs to be a thing. And you see that with all the YA, the young adult novels being adapted, that they're all like that. Well, yeah, like that's teenagers. The, yeah, in, that's but that's I feel like that's thing. still sure. But mm-hmm. that's spilled into I mean, if you look at the cartoons, they become younger and younger now in the in the modern cartoons. Hmm, maybe. I mean, why do you think like Teen Titans even got made? Yeah, you well, know? Teen Titans was a comic. <laughs> right. Oh, okay. (laughs) I mean, that was a huge comic. But X-Men, they did, they did, they did, uh, you know, they did make them younger and younger. Interesting. Well, again, it's, you're right. We don't, the Spider-Mans are just rolling out. Um, There was some things that bothered me. um, They, that I thought the director made some things that made it goofy. Like, you know, he, like the, the bad guys bouncing around on these kind of, electricity pillars and Mm -hmm. it plays it like an organ Uh, and you're just like why did they do that like Mm. let Peter Parker be goofy and a smart ass but the rest of the movie should be kind of solid it's like he the director thought that would be funny or cool if it played it like a guitar or whatever I'm like ugh so there were those moments where, like, come that on, sounds let's, terrible. Let's, let's, <laughs> I'm like, Ooh. I don't, I don't understand. I think it's directors who don't understand their own material, in my opinion. It's well, like right. A director who, it's like Schumacher's version of Batman. Sure, That's what yeah. I. You know. Or JJ's <laughs> version of Star, uh, Star Trek. Well, it's true. Like they right. don't. Yeah, they make a movie that it, it might be interesting or good, but they don't really understand their content. And that's another perfect example of making everything young too. I don't know. Yeah. Young, well, young cat. Shatner and another damn... I'm not saying... Yeah, of course. Yeah. Okay. Godzilla. <laughs> did we all see Godzilla? I did. I did. Okay. Big monster tearing down buildings. That's Seems we, like a great... And, and it's Godzilla. And Wait, I liked Godzilla. it. Okay. So you liked it. I, I thought did. it was okay. I thought it was okay. It was okay. I thought that it could have been more Godzilla. Could have been a lot more a Godzilla. Lot of, but, you know, I actually thought it was really creative the way that they showed him that it wasn't. I mean, I know people go to a Godzilla movie to watch Godzilla trash, whatever city he's going through yeah. in that movie. Because yeah, it's called Godzilla. I know. But I thought it was really interesting. I thought it was really cool the way they made decisions, like where you would see bits of him like yeah, through yeah, different yeah. sort of lenses. But and we, have, we have that film. It's called Cloverfield. No, that movie <laughs> never showed anything worth seeing. But I feel like I that's just the same movie. evolution. It's My like an problem evolution was that idea. it wasn't like he was hiding. I mean, like it, it always teased it four times until the very end, and well, teased a little bit more each time, and you didn't. Godzilla get it. had way more than that, but God, the big no, no, problem no. is the alternative, which was watching that boring white guy run around for two well, hours. Right, we, he was terrible. Terrible. We, actor. we touched on this when we we saw, full disclosure. We saw. Lots the, monkey of mon- movie. the monkey movie together um, and I was saying afterward in, in advance of our our uh, podcast mm-hmm. that 
I thought what was really interesting about both those movies to me was is that in both movies the human characters like that are the main the main human characters don't really push the plot like they they barely have any effect really right. on the plots that are going on in the, the main plots of the movie I mean they're there but they're like generic white dude number one who you know is not an asshole I mean right. also well he's not a he's you not you talking Maybe. about the uh, the military kid. Uh, in Godzilla, well, I'm, I'm, he's, not I'm mean. he's not a mean. Generally, uh, about the two male leads, but he's very actually. generic and yeah, he oh, he's very generic. generic like generic my biggest dude. problem with Godzilla is it should have been a film, in my opinion, about Brian Cranston's character. <laughs> I know, which they marketed to. Yeah, huge spoiler. I mean, like team up. <laughs> yeah, forty minutes in, and people gasped at that, and some people I, I asked after they they kept saying. 40 well, minutes it was 15 minutes no no it was like 40 minutes in I looked at my clock yeah yeah no, it, it was there was a long bunch of character development in the beginning of Godzilla yeah. for a bunch of characters that didn't actually yeah. push the plot you had about 15-20 minutes of the setup and then you, you know, of the past then you had present day him finding you know him teaming up with his son again it's about 40 minutes and okay. then he yeah, get, he Brian, dies Brian Cranston was the emotional heart of the, of the and, and we saw it for movie, him yeah. and, and like he should have teamed up with Ken Watanabe's character and they should have done something to stop Godzilla or, or or whatever, or figured or done, out, done something. or not, not stop guys, done, done, done something because because he you Ken could have cut out the entire Cranston part, and it would not the, have changed the, the movie plot at all. At all, at all, had nothing to do with the movie. Well, I saw my dad's work about the sonar bullshit, and it's like it that's was, all it was to give the, the the kid idea that idea to pass on to. It didn't matter because ultimately so they go to Ken Watanabe's character, who's a scientist, and it's mm-hmm. like, why are you around? It's like. Oh, I'll give you. I'll tell you why. You know what we have to do. We have to let them fight. It's like you're just telling us to not do anything. Yeah, that's right. exactly so, right. It was a waste of Kenmon. And and I feel like this movie also, if you look at the end credits, it was sponsored by the military. And anytime you have the U.S. military sponsor a film, you have to give them your script. And it just felt like it was doctored up. Pro. I'm not. I'm not against military, but it's definitely pro U.S. military. Everyone looks didn't great. See that at the end. Yeah, if you look at the end credits. Is um, it just a thank you, or are they actually? All the, you look at all the gear. You don't. You don't get that on your own. Like you get no, that no, because. No, but I mean, like they, they, they know better than anybody that like showing cool gear is a recruiting tool. US, yeah, yeah, yeah. What I mean, so. was the U.S. Marines looked at the script and passed. And so the U.S. Navy is uh, actually involved in the. Uh, uh, they they right. donated their. You donate ships your gears away. and stuff, and your tanks, which is and a lot your, of money, really. But so I wonder that. if that influenced the film, because I I th- I, I would like to not see any of that military stuff. To me, that was boring. And I don't think, but ineffectual that, that at the, the end problem. anyway. That's yeah. the point. And yeah, the, no, I mean, that's what. I And mean, the kid, so. I'm not a big fan of. Even kick ass, he was fine, and but he always kind of irked me. It annoyed me a little bit. Uh, his acting's a little bland. He was just a non-character. In Nondescript. Character. He was just very generic. Yeah. Super, Well, I super feel like generic. that's who he, as an actor, that's who, what he plays. Mm. And that's so... I think it's also a casting problem. I mean, it had what... I, listen, when I go see a Godzilla movie, I'm not expecting greatness. No, of that. course so not. I, I got buildings going <laughs> crumbling. I got... The stuff that I wanted to go see, which puts it in the it was okay category for me, 
like I'm not hating on this movie. But the whole family st- subplot, like him and the wife, it was just like a throwaway thing. Right. So it just wasn't a great movie for me, for like sure. Like Pacific Rim was a better Godzilla movie. <laughs> I, I actually, oh God, you are not saying that. No. I just said it. Yeah. It's great. No, not Pacific great. Rim. It's great. That great film. movie was so painful. So good. It was painful. So, so good. painful. So, oh my okay. God. Action in that movie. Do we need <laughs> other God, uh, do we need Godzilla done again? Because they do it every like four years. Well, it made, the, it made money. They're going to make a sequel. Oh, they're absolutely. It did well at the box office, and the reviews were pretty good. Keeping our friends employed, we like that. So there'll probably be one even sooner than that. But I think the director, because of the success of this film, he's isn't he helming one of the Star Wars movies or spinoff movies? Oh, maybe. Oh, maybe I don't know. So all right, so I I don't know. I'll go see it because I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I liked it. You know, but Brian Cranston, you you can't. (laughs) I know. I'm like, I enjoyed watching us puny little humans running around and doing nothing. <laughs> yeah. And I think the Godzilla name is has so much weight that people will go see it. I just don't know if, well, if they it had, had the any other name. Teaser. That, I mean, it's going to happen. Yeah. The one Japanese say. guy saying Godzilla. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, do you want to well, give a shout out to TJ? Oh, yeah. Our friend TJ. We actually might get him on the show just to talk about some of his motion capture stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, I mean, that was the best part. The anima- I think the animation was great because they made it look like a guy in a suit, it, like as an homage to that. the original. The great, that was great that it looked like Godzilla moved like he did back in the day, right. which was he didn't look like too much like a dinosaur. He mm-hmm. looked kind of like a dude in a suit the yeah. way that he moved. And well, guess what? It was a dude in a suit. <laughs> uh, we have pictures of our friend with a big giant foam tail. tail on <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. And yeah. actually, in the two, did you see the one with the the two um, kaiju that they're fighting? And oh. they've got the sticks. Like you said, their, kaiju. Uh, kaiju. <laughs> I think that's from. Isn't kaiju from uh, Pacific Rim? I, no, that's what. Uh, I think it's Godzilla. Is, is it? it? Yeah. The kaiju. Yeah, that's uh, what the that's, that's what they what call the, them. That was maybe the just a big monster. Oh, okay. Kaiju. Because they may have said because Pacific Rim has a lot of Japanese. Because he's basically Clint. We may have, I can we find may, fans wait. of this film <laughs> and bring them on here. Oh, I'm so sad. They're making a sequel. So. Oh, I was so sad. I was. It was like, amazing. Giant Acting robots bad? versus giant yeah, it was great. monsters. Awesome. And then I came yeah, out and I was like, oh, Let's I be want fair. You don't watch anime, back. so you don't know what you're talking about. Oh, it was just so painful. Sorry. X Men: Days of Future Past. Okay. Okay, I'm going to say, going in, I'd seen the trailer, and as an X-Men fan, I was like, I don't care. (laughs) You don't care about the film. You didn't have a connection to it. Well, after seeing the trailer, I was like, I don't care. But after having seen the film, I actually enjoyed it. I'm the same way. I've actually never been a big fan of the X-Men movies. I'm I'm right there with you. I did like the last one, which was back in time, even though the the one the uh, one which takes place in the uh, '60s, uh, the Cuban Missile Crisis one. Oh yeah. You mean First Class? First Class, yeah. The the read. Besides the fact that the the uh, the superheroes were boring. I know. I actually liked that movie, and I actually liked this movie. I liked it. I I, I liked it as well. I. I have not been a big fan, like you, uh, uh, with the X-Men films. I grew mm-hmm. up watching the 90s Fox cartoon, right? which I still love. If, you, you, if anyone hasn't seen it, they should go watch it. It's on mm. Netflix. Still really solid. And X-Men, I always feel like, is better off as a serialized, as a ongoing Comic, episodic, yeah, yeah, because like there's so many characters. You sure. can't do it in a film. I, yeah. That being said, they tied the two different worlds, worlds together really nicely. Yep. Mm-hmm. 
It was exciting. Yep. It was emotional. Mm-hmm. I thought the weakest part was to me because I also uh, am referencing the '90s cartoon with the Sentinel designs, where I thought were terrible mm. and they looked cheesy. Mainly the ones in the '70s just looked right out of place for that time period as well. They didn't look like a '70s. No, they looked like plastic and stuff. It's like they mm. wouldn't they wouldn't look like that in the mm. '70s. Mm. That but that's such a minor thing. Right, like that's just a design problem overall. I, yeah, I liked it a lot. Well, one thing I liked about the first class is that when they tied it into the history, like, mm-hmm. you know, what really went on in the Cuban Missile Crisis was... True. There were and they did that with this, this is fit well. There was a lot of that. And even, but X-Men's always done that, if you look at... The other movies haven't. No, not the films, but I oh, feel like right. they've always tied it in. The comics have always well, tried the, They've always had a historical parallel. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, like this, the, the, whole, the whole setup of mutants and humans is a direct parallel to the Holocaust, well, and it's, it's explicit. In, they did in a great the, job uh, of adding these small little books. details, that which were like funny moments, like when Nixon opens the, his drawer and turns off the tape recorder mm-hmm, when he, yeah. they start talking There are about a lot of winks. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, okay, that's pretty yeah, yeah, good. Yeah. Minor I, I had some time travel issues like at the yeah. end but I mean again what can we say and also it's, an, it's, a, really it's a Wolverine fest I yeah. love, they're all Wolverine I, that's the problem that's the problem yeah. it's awesome but the end was great the end the yeah. very end I felt like was a good emotional coda to the whole yeah no, I, and, I, I, and also totally. fixing spoiler you know it's fixing a lot of the Brett Ratner Brent, Brett Ratner number three film oh. issue oh. oh did they fix something Oh yeah, I don't. They basically Brian Singer came back for this film and said, "I'm gonna erase everything that they did in three. Oh, I didn't and, like it. Never yeah, happened. I can't remember it's, three. What it was, was a Dark Phoenix saga, which they butchered. Oh, and they brought, that's right. They, yeah, they brought everybody they back did. and stuff. Yeah. They reset the. Yeah, universe. he's like, that's, "Yeah, we're gonna forget it. That I ever happened. forgot <laughs> they did that. And yeah. Dark Phoenix was such a great, great storyline. It's a great storyline. They and butchered. They totally right. Which I was. That's why I was worried about this film as well because this is another great existing storyline story yeah. yeah. and which is why I'm ex- kind of worried about the next film which is finally bringing Apocalypse into the mix Yeah, mm, don't know anything about that so. uh, one thing I thought was amazing about this movie was at the beginning they had a uh, futuristic uh, mutant team that all these mm-hmm. crazy uh, superpowers that I didn't know any of them I didn't recognize any of the characters you guys may have but I there's one instantly within seconds knew what every one of their superpowers were and they fought as a team. And to me, superhero team battles are usually pretty boring. They're usually split up and maybe one bounces a shield off the other or something, maybe. But this, they were doing, they were combining their powers to kind of make this ballet fight scene that was super clear Easy to understand, but very complex. And the director did an amazing job keeping all of it like dead straight. And I was Absolutely. like, I, I thought it was one of the best superhero team battles I've ever, I've ever seen. I mean, there were portals opening up that to uh, that winked to other portals, and people were transferring through and blinking out of time, and all this crazy stuff going on, I could understand every f- frame. It all worked perfectly to me. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Very, done very well. I agree. I, I feel like they've gotten better in the Marvel movies in general with planning, like going back to Captain America. It's very well shot out. You can see the action. It's very mm-hmm. clear. Avengers did it as well. Right. Where, right. you know, action movies, sometimes they get lazy, and it's all blur. You sure. can't tell what's sure. going on. I know or you're going a step cheap. beyond. You're talking or about the actual logic of it, but yeah. 
but I you mean, know, the Avengers had what was you know was very huge battle, but mm-hmm. it felt like very separated. They all well, they were thing. physically separated. Yeah, yeah. There was this a couple little team moments, moments but, but I know yeah. what you're saying. It's yeah, they, they all worked like a basketball team in a way, right? Just no, they five were coordinated, people. which is how X Men should be. Well, and and that storyline, I mean, that's that's the whole the whole gist of the storyline is that you know they're in this alternate future where they have to be that good or you're dead right you know but i think in the comics or at least in the cartoon i know it was like we we saw a grizzled wolverine oh which we couldn't see because now they're bringing him back he wasn't supposed to come back i think in the comics like xavier is the one who goes back interesting but they they played they played it off they made a logical reason for why you couldn't but yeah, I don't. I mean, honestly, I reread the X Men. Um, I got the X Men Compendium. Well, the problem is, there's so many versions everything. of it. Yeah, and they're definitely they do collaborations with other comics. So, like some storylines just got dropped because they crossed over to another. They went property, off to another property, then, which is a common they, yeah, problem exactly. with Marvel it's right now. It's really common. Yeah. So, um, like how the Marvel movies split. can't say mutants ever, you know, because Fox owns the rights to X Men, which are oh. mutants. They I have see. like a they have control on that word. So those movies they never they never say well they're mutant they're mutants that live on this planet mm, now. I see. Fine. I don't think that the cartoon and the comic books uh, were necessarily exactly on the same path. I think yeah, it depends which version because well they, they yeah. definitely had multiple like all of the like all of the comic books right reboots and stuff reboots and there were alternate futures and yeah there's yeah. A, there's a whole yeah. bunch of things that but i heard in the comic books the future was 2013 <laughs> it may have been, okay maleficent I, I did it. not see that i did not see it either i saw it um should we see this movie because i was like i, didn't well, I don't want to see it <laughs> okay I, I i loved maleficent i actually have a tattoo from um from the original uh Illustrate original Disney movie actually, but mm-hmm. it's from the sequence with the the castle um, mm-hmm. barricaded with the brambles, right. like the brambles. Yeah. Anyway, so I and I love Maleficent, so I wanted to see this movie. I like Angelina Jolie, but not enough to have a tattoo of her, but I Aww. do like her. Um, so this was like your this is your thing. oh this is my thing, your, and I'm okay. you know with the, the whole goth you know thing sure. whatever. I'm like oh I'm in. The art direction in the movie is fantastic. Okay. Um, in terms of a movie, it's quite slow, and there's a lot of Angelina looking fantastic in these amazing costumes and lit great, and has the prosthetic cheekbones. It's, mm-hmm. It looks. Does fantastic. she act kind of goofy, or is it's it... not that she acts goofy? She's standing around, kind of looking cool and observing, and it's not that exciting She's to like watch on as a movie. Right. You know what I mean? So, because if you're thinking about it, like they're trying to spin her as a character into the the protagonist of the this movie and originally she, she lays a curse on an infant it's really hard to turn that around and right. make you the good guy so then she has to kind of oversee things you know what I mean but overseeing's not all that interesting to watch <laughs> right. on screen you know what I mean and she's the main character so she's in the scenes even where um, Aurora is growing up and doing her thing but she's there but she's there as an observer like try, you, right. so it's it's, it's not um a super compelling movie in many ways. Mm. There are some action sequences. It's not awful. It's not awful. I just think, and this is something you and I have talked about a lot. It's long for what it is. I mean, like it feels like, again, it's gorgeous and I enjoyed the ride, but it was a long ride, you know? Um, 
So it dragged a little bit. Yeah. What happened to 90-minute movies, man? I know. I want to bring back well, the 90-minute movie. Was it long? Did it just feel long? I don't know long how long or? it was. Okay. I actually, you know what? I, I mean, when was the last 90-minute movie you saw? I've been watching a lot of Netflix there. recently. They're yeah. all 90 minutes. From, like, from, but a lot of comedies. But from and like on, the, on the do- No, Maybe. these are all modern the last three to five years. All right. Edge of Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow. I saw that. Great ride. And that's still my favorite. This is my favorite summer blockbuster film this year so far. So far, Um, this is your favorite. There's going to be a better emotional film for me, Mm -hmm. like satisfying film. Okay. But this is like a summer blockbuster, like an action mm -hmm. ride. This was my favorite so far. I I read the book, uh, All You Need Is Kill. Right. Um, I thought it was an average book. It Mm -hmm. was very simple. The writing is... A translation. It's a it Japanese was, book. Yeah, it. Yeah. Um, it's it's called a light. They call it a light novel in Japan. Yes, so it's not a full. Small, that it's not a considered a, a small full. little book. Right. Um, and it's okay. It has lots of little problems. The ending is not great. I was interested in seeing the movie to see if they had fixed the problems, and I did think they? they pretty much did. Okay. I also thought it was an interesting movie. Um, I you know I Groundhog Day movies are always fun. To me, like that concept, automatically you're going to have fun moments because we all love our heroes to be able to correct the mistakes mm-hmm. that they did the day before. People love that. I and, I always contri- I contribute it more. At, I mean, it, I can see why everybody's making the comparison to Groundhog's Day. But you, why wouldn't you? It's a Groundhog Day with Groundhog guns. Day, but I feel like <laughs> pretty much. I feel yeah. like I feel like the writer and for what the genre is and knowing the Japanese, like. They didn't see that's not it's not based on that concept. It's based on more video games and first person shooters in particular, where you start in a new map, you don't really know what's going on, you die, you respawn, and you get better and better the more you play. I feel like that is more it's more akin to that, but it's the same ultimately we're talking about the same idea. Yeah, I except for the the only difference is that most of the movie that he's navigating through is relationships, not the battlefield. It's true. Uh, you feel that way? Yeah. I mean, most, most of the movie is he's not on the battlefield. He's trying to get her, get, you know, they develop no, they, a little they, re- relationship. Oh, okay. Now, I it's mean, true that he gets to where he needs to go because he knows he, he does I mean, there's do a lot of them out there. We just don't always see it. It's off camera. Sure, sure, sure. But the movie, what you're I paying see, attention yeah. to is resetting. How am I going to deal with these people? Uh, Sarge is never going to believe me. I got to somehow get past the sergeant. These people, my bunkmates hate me right away. How am I going to manipulate them? How right. am I going to get this? These I are, see. Okay. It's really about manipulating people, <clears throat> which is kind of more that. But they do talk about, okay, this is, this explosion's going off here. Sure. They're going to come here and do this. And I there's mean, even there, more of that in the book where you feel like he, like clockwork, he moves through the battlefield because right. he knows where every shell is going to land. And I think, I, I, am, I bet they filmed more. I bet there was more in there and it was finding that balance in the edit of what Probably. was too much. I think I actually may, I may have read that somewhere. Probably. I wouldn't. I, wouldn't. I would imagine so. Yeah. I thought that they kept it pacing on. Oh, just on, dead on. It was just like, and bam, bam, bam. It was kind of funny. Yeah, oh, it was totally funny to was. see, and that was the I enjoyable totally part. Like, yeah. You're seeing a fish out of water, which he doesn't usually play, mm-hmm. but he's playing that character we've seen Tom Cruise play before, which is this PR guy. We've seen it right. in like Magnolia, for example, or Jerry yeah. Maguire. Yeah. Right. And he's they're kind slick. of turning it on he his head out, a little bit. He gets bit. through life because he's slick. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. And he gets, his, he gets caught, and right. now he has to deal with reality. Yeah. Uh, 
so, I think that one of the things that was fixed in the movies uh, is that because they could edit, you could do quick cuts, mm-hmm. and yeah. you knew that time passed, that in the book, they didn't do that as well. Like, you had to live kind of through days, and oh, you're like, okay. come on, let's, let's go, let's no, go. No, visual go. shorthand, absolutely, and they took mm-hmm. advantage of it. And, yeah. they, and it just, I, I'm not a Tom Cruise fan, so I didn't think I was going to go see that movie and ended up going, and actually really liked it, despite the fact that usually he annoys me on screen. Which is why I think the film didn't do as well in the box office, was that sentiment right there. Which is a flop, apparently. Right, which is unfortunate. I think there's a lot of blowback about Tom Cruise at at the Which is funny, because I feel like that time is now past, but people still hold on to it. People, they will turn on you. I mean, he just, if he had just shut up, well, there's Personal always been cruise haters. Be, I mean, oh, I used course. to be one when sure, I was growing up. I wasn't a big fan of his work. But I, I've never been a big fan. I mean, to be I honest. always think he just brings it. I mean, nowadays, I just he brings a solid performance. He gives a lot of energy. He's, he's he knows always what, brought a solid and he's playing. He's playing a character he knows how to play. Like yeah. a, a, the, he he's plays the same he type of character play, yeah, always, but, plays. Yeah. but he's good at that. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah, Mission Impossible, I, I, he's good in the... I, mean, I think that's exactly. part of why I don't like him, because mm. I kind of know when I go to those movies what I'm going to see, and I don't need to see more of it. I've already right. seen it. But that, uh, that's, that's what the... You know, if you write a character who needs a slick, you know, young, brash guy who, you know, is yeah, impulsive... maybe I don't the, need to see that movie. I don't know. Top Gun... No, I, I mean... Even Rain Man, which, which is a great movie, cashes mm-hmm. in on that fact. He plays the, right. the, the arrogant kid mm-hmm. who thinks before, he acts before he thinks, and you, they needed that, and he was perfect in that. Right. I mean, yeah. that's what you hire him to do, right. in a way. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, but, I don't, you know, I don't need yeah. to see an actor transform every time. True, and Harrison Ford's the same. It's, it's right. not the same type, but he plays the same, uh, the same type of character that he's... He has a sweet spot. He's sure. fit, he's right for. Yeah. But, you know, he probably has a better sex appeal, maybe, I don't know, for, for the, you know, different... Tom Cruise is like 52 years old. The dude looks I know. damn good. For oh, he looks too. ridiculous for his age. No, yeah. There's no two ways about it. He might but, be even um, older than that, but yeah. I think oh, he, he might be. be. I think he is. I think he is. That's the problem. He doesn't look his age. I think he's got to be at least But we're getting off. But the, anyway. Right, right. We're going to have to... So, you saw it, you said, and you I, did enjoy it, though. Oh, I did. Uh, and And actually, I enjoyed it despite the fact that I went to, into it thinking, oh, God, okay, Tom Cruise, it'll be okay. You know what I mean? And I and actually And you started warming really up to it. No, I thought, he, yeah. I thought it was great. And I actually think that... Um, the frame, like, like the story and the pacing of the movie, um, were the sum of that was bigger than Tom Cruise, which was mm-hmm. great because I mean he did his job and he did it, it, did an excellent job. But it wasn't. I, I think the other thing about Tom Cruise movies, especially when he was at the height of his fame was that he would be in these movies and they were Tom Cruise vehicles and right. it was really about Tom Cruise. Yeah, like, charming I, Tom Cruise. Yeah. It, and it was just way too much for me. Mm. Way too much. So this was great because yeah. it was in service of the plot. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, And it wasn't like worshipping Tom Cruise. It mm-hmm. was actually in the service of the movie. I feel like the last few films he's done, I think he's had to tone well, it down. I, oh, absolutely. I think because he's of, in a different place. Yeah. He's in a different place now. Yeah, I can't entirely remember the very end of the book for some reason. Uh, but she, in the book, she kind of betrays him at the end. Really? Yeah, at the very end. Wow. Because in order to reset time, she's like, well, oh. and you have to die. Because he, he's in, he has this ability. Yeah. So as long as that's still around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's, right. it, it's not interesting enough in the book to, to be like a, oh, no way moment. You're kind of yeah. like, oh, yeah. Huh. 
<laughs> oh, that. Uh, so I'm okay with the the ending have, have you know changing, but okay. I, yeah. Let's move on sure. since we're at hour three here. Um, you put the rover here. I did. You had posted. I think we talked about this. But uh, you, I, I think you, you forgot, but you had posted on Geeks On at one point on the uh, Facebook page about this film. That's why I know about it. Oh, okay, okay. A trailer to it. Australian post-apocalyptic film, Guy Pierce. Yeah. And you thought you thought it looked interesting at the yes, time. Yes, I did. I had actually ch- been meaning to see it. I and, haven't seen and it. And I had a chance to see it. Okay. Which is why I put it on the list. Because it's post-apocalyptic, so technically that falls under geekdom. Sure. sure. <laughs> right? Right. Come on now. Film, I can't necessarily recommend someone go see it. Like going to a movie theater and paying money. I wouldn't suggest that. It, uh, um, it is a very slow film, which okay. I, I'm, I'm not Fun. against. Okay. Is it, it's not George Miller, though, is it? <sighs> no, I don't know the director's name. Okay. I, I'm not familiar with his work. Okay. I, he's, he's, a, he's a newer filmmaker, I think. Or not as prolific. But it's a very small microcosm kind of film where okay. it just focuses basically on Guy Pierce's character. Mm-hmm. And the plot is essentially him trying to get his car back. Oh, so it's kind of like, dude, where's my car? No, it's kind of like <laughs> post apocalyptic style. Dude, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it's kind of like uh, uh, Beyond Thunderdome. Didn't he just want to go and. <clears throat> it's probably a little bit of. Beyond Thunder, it has that feeling, definitely a Mad Max a little bit. Uh, yeah, well, that's why George Miller came to mind, of course. And the idea, uh, and the idea behind uh, Payback, where he's like, he's getting revenge for a very stupid yeah, amount like of money because it's about the principle of sure, it. Sure, right, right, right. Now, there's a little bit of a twist. I don't want to say anything. But it's a very slow film, a lot of like intensely awkward feeling, like music to make it, the situation so, really tense. Great performance by Robert Pattinson, which okay. you don't even realize it's him if you're not if you're not keeping your eyes peeled. keeping your eyes peeled because he inhabits uh, an American actually because it's set in the outback. Okay, most of the characters are Australian, but there's a few Americans in it, and he's one of them. And he's not an American actor; he's right. a British actor. And he nails that kind of southern, slow-witted, right young kid really well, amazingly well. Hmm. Um, but it's like there's this whole downfall. We don't we don't see it's all off screen. Society has fallen. We don't even know if it's happened around the world. We just know okay. it's happened in Australia. So you're saying when this pops up to stream, maybe that's when maybe you should... Maybe go see it. For me, it's more of like a C film, like a, like a grade. I give it a C. Okay. Okay. Um, but it's just not that satisfying. It's not that complex mm. of a plot. Hmm. Well, um, it sounds like I'd give it a chance if it pops up on well, would, uh, pay yeah. three bucks to I'll, see it in I'll, a. You guys it. may feel differently than I did. I just thought I thought it was interesting, but nothing you ha- had added nothing new to the genre of right. that genre. So, mm. Right. Okay. Are we going to talk about How to Train Your Dragon too? Because I didn't see about I this didn't one. See yet. It. I saw it. Great film. Really fun. Uh, they John Snow's in it. Uh, okay. By the way, <laughs> it was Vin, the all, actor. You, all you gals out there who like Jon Snow, he is a he does. He's a voice. He's a voice in it. But anyway, why hire? Him? If you like the first one, it's even better than the first, which oh, is okay. which is a common thing. You're gonna, I think we all agree with X Men. That's the case. We're gonna say that about Planet of the Apes, I believe. Mm. Well, I will. Uh, How to Train Dragon Two, deeper than the first. Okay, it has some dark moments for a for a kids movie, which Good. is great. Yeah. Which they don't do a lot now no. when they talk about death and stuff like that. I thought it was a fun, enjoyable. Did you see it in three D? 
I did at the I Chinese. The first, I heard the first uh, first one had some of the best 3D ever. How I'm not sure about the best. Well, since Gravity's come out and stuff, it's hard to top films like that. But 3D was excellent. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. But in you know in service to the story, it's not really gonna. Right. Well, it's got flying scenes. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's got, got tons of yeah, 3D. Exactly. So. Transformers: Age of Extinction. I have still not seen it. I, I have not. Will seen not it. see it. I will not. This see is it. one. I always go see those in the movie though, because in I'll probably the theater. Because like, if you're gonna see it at all, you need to see it large and watch things blow, blow up, up in their full. No, I don't need to see that. And I feel dirty when I walk out of the movie. Like I go you to should. see it, and I feel you like should. You I should be ashamed of yourself. I'm walking out of a porno theater. <laughs> yeah. Because that's what it is. It's I'm pornography. Of studs porn theater. It's 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 destruction action porn. That's all it right. is. That's all his films are now. I know. Yeah. All right. So let's. Hey, I'm okay. Hi, Anthony. Okay. Let's go mm. see it, and we'll talk about it in the second. Absolutely. Half. It's we're, it's Clint, happening. You, if you it's pay for happening. my ticket, I'll see it. I'm not <laughs> we have two more to go. Snowpiercer is the next one. I saw it. I did not see it. I I saw the trailer last year. I'm a little shocked that we're talking about this. Me too. Because when I saw the trailer and the heard the premise, I was like, this is like Manskeep. This should be on the sci-fi It looked channel. lame. It well, looked cheap. Okay. But here's right. the thing. It's not cheaply done. It's really? actually, it's done. It's, it's, if you can get past the completely absurd premise that uh, all the world's tell, and tell survivors yeah, tell are is. rocketing around <laughs> the planet on a train, a train that never stops. Mm-hmm. If you a frozen, can get past it's that, a frozen planet? Frozen planet. Frozen planet because they tried to cure global warming and it went completely uh, crazy. Um, and there's this only the people ridiculously on the train long train too. Is that what's happening? It's, it's a like, very long train. Yeah, it's very long it's train. a very long train. I would say I enjoyed it. It's great cast. It's fun. The art direction's great. I, I shouldn't say fun. There's some absurd, like there's some extreme violence in it. Um, but okay. it's it, like but there, as, a, as a, a sci fi. Well, I mean, the premise is so cheeky and so absurd. I don't know if cheeky is the word I would use, though, because here's the thing. And I would say this actually about why I didn't like Captain America, too. um, And we kind of got into it, but I don't think I actually said this out loud. It's a very explicit political allegory. Um, And for me, I just feel like some of it's just too heavy handed. And I thought it was too heavy handed in Captain America, too. I didn't feel that way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it's a, basically an allegory about uh, essentially Wealth. Um, income inequality. Yeah, that was kind of like obvious. the people in steerage. Like basically, mm-hmm. I, I won't ru- ruin it, but they're they, at best they now survive on this this sludge that's made from bugs. Um, so each car of the train is a different class of it people. It is, and I as you see. get closer to the oh, front of the train, hmm, it's right. basically the more. I mean, it seemed like cabinets. a Hunger Games on a train. A little bit. Uh, it's not Hunger Games exactly, no, because that is like an individual combat situation, and this is more that that the people at the very back of the train are the great unwashed. Mm-hmm. They're basically they're on sufferance. They have nothing to contribute, and basically they're at. And you have good-looking Chris dictated. Evans in the back for some reason. What's that? You have like good-looking Chris Evans in oh, the back in of the back. The, yeah. the one American yeah. guy, or is there? Uh, <laughs> so they simplified. They simplified things. It's literally a, a lineage of poor on one side, rich on the other, and you can see the progression of the chain as you go up. They Ab- simplified absolutely. society 
absolutely. Is it kind of like the haves and haves nots, and it's a revolution on a train? Is it like the raid where it's like moving their way up, up a, but they're moving their way through a train? Uh, You know what? I mean, they're they're literally moving their way through the train, and there are different sort of obstacles, and the 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 people in power are trying to keep them, and and it has a. You're selling this movie pretty well. I have no, no, and and well, the the reviews seem amazing. Like twist at the end of it in terms of talking about systems as a whole. I, you know, and it's it's well done. I enjoyed it. It's like right. a crazy Tilda Swinton's in it. I know. I, yeah. Ed I know. Harris is I know. in it. I couldn't I mean, believe. It's I like that. Fucking fantastic cast. I, I like that idea great. of of Americans in a foreign market doing a big budget film because it's like the opposite of what happens here. I, I was I, from that level I was I was it was appealing but it just seemed goofy the film well, seemed too I mean, goofy for me it's an absolutely absurd premise when I say to people like <laughs> and I like anime train so it's <laughs> rocketing around the frozen earth right. with all of the humanity survivors so and it never stops <laughs> and they're like I beg your pardon like, like yeah, that I mean, that idea is so depressing crazy. to me well, like if you're lucky, I guess it should be. And yeah. the engine is eternal. You just need to know that. Um, yeah. So I mean, it's. But I think you can really, rent it on video on demand. By the way, oh. there's there's a lot of really good stuff but, in it. But for me, it, it, the political allegory is very heavy-handed, and I was, I was like, oh, I got it. Because from the trailer, it seemed more apparent in Snowpiercer than just. I would say it probably is more apparent in Snowpiercer. It just didn't bother you as much. Well, I mean, it's a different kind of movie, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. because it's a different kind of movie. It is funny, though, the two political movies both star Chris Evans, though. That, like, that is actually quite what? what? My mind's blown, Unexpected. man. Now, keep in mind, there is 20 minutes cut from this American version. No, actually, I thought that this was... Did they, they the, decide not to? Because well, Weinstein he, Company he said they're going to cut 20 minutes from and it. And he basically... That's why it's not really in the theaters. Oh. It is in theaters right now. Uh, it's but not barely na- in it's theaters. Yes, I, I understood that he basically held... He basically held out. And in... Who's he? The director. Oh. They wouldn't agree to the 20 minutes. So maybe that's cut. what they had planned. So I think mm. you can watch it, I think, on video on demand, too. I don't think, I mean, so I, I don't think this is a traditional release. I, right. I okay. haven't really yeah. read all the press on it, so I could okay. totally be wrong. But I understand. Well, maybe I'll watch it tonight. Hand yeah. it to be, um, yeah. yeah. We're going to watch it tonight after Someone this, told guys. me they <laughs> saw it. Um, yeah, anyway. So. Well, I'm curious about what you think about the next movie, which is our last one on the list. Uh, about the political another aspect, po- well, political one. What did I say to you after we saw this? I said we just watched an entire movie about ape politics. <laughs> Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Dawn. I was looking forward to this movie. In fact, that's yes, probably the one you liked. Blockbuster. Rise of the Planet I of the Apes. I really liked lot. Rise of the Planet of the Apes. It, I just wish the titles were a little shorter, just a little. <laughs> okay, it's kind of a tradition with the Planet of the Apes films. Uh, I don't know, but it's but anyway. the first movie took me. Completely Completely by surprise because the As Mark Wahlberg everybody. one was such utter crap that I thought Garbage. this would just be kind of another piece of crap. I was totally shocked. I really liked the first one. And I thought the characters, all the, the characters in it were interesting and there was actually a connection between In Rise. In Rise. So I was damn hell bent on going to see this one. I was very excited. So, so the bar was high for you. The bar you. was high. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really liked this movie. I would put. It, I enjoyed it. I put it probably put it about the same to me. I liked it just as much. I think it's better than Actually, the fries. You know, and I'm sorry, I'm taking us out of the discussion for a minute. But 
I'm it's, usually it's the one that hates geek everything, geek and I haven't hated anything today. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm what, such a yeah. we start we started out saying really these have been strong, yeah. a strong summer release. But then yeah. again, let's be honest, we didn't see Transformers. Which <laughs> <laughs> I, I know. Well, I'm going. I, I guess oh. I should have seen that so I could be at least a little bit of a hater like usual. Planet of the Apes. Planet of the Apes. Uh, you, so we all liked it. We you all liked, liked it better. Okay, so I I had not seen Rise before. Oh, I, I, oh I, so you hadn't seen it. Before I you had. Saw this. Yeah. So. Everybody kept saying for the last year, and when Rise came out, better than I expected. Right. I think, really? I saw the trailer, and it looked lame. Mm-hmm. And I'd seen the reboot and thought it was a piece of garbage. Right. So I was a bit surprised, but everybody across the board pretty much said, pleasantly surprised. Yeah. I just never got around to it. Mm-hmm. But I said, okay, well, I'm going to see Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. I should see Rise first. So I rented it, streamed it, really enjoyed it. Right. Some goofy moments, though. Yeah, there were some goofy yeah. moments. And, like, come on, apes bl- blasting through plated glass windows out of office building. They're not super strong. They just gained intelligence. So I didn't understand that. Apes are much stronger than humans. Yeah, but by not. To, but they, they just, like, blasted through it and, like, didn't right, react. That's anyway. like, okay, that's, so, like, detail. They're, yeah, they're, detail. those it's things like bother travel. me. time oh. travel. I can deal with time travel. <laughs> <laughs> there were monkeys but, talking. And there was a little bit of goofy. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. But you know what? They Go. do. A, they do. A, I, we've. But. We watch plenty of animated films with animated characters, right. and at least the effects of the apes are well enough where you can suspend your disbelief, and right. you're kind of watching a character. The apes riding horses were a little tough for me. For so, me. yeah, okay, so I watched Dawn, and I thought this is a great example of a film uh, playing on the strengths of its first, the first thing, and then, but, but taking it to another level. Right. I thought it was a much more emotional hmm. film. The second one, more the second emotional. one, I do. I oh. feel like I was connected because because it, it did a great balance of you're dealing with themes and and characters from both sides that you can kind of relate to. Because as a human mm-hmm. being, you have to deal with the fact that your race is going to be wiped out. Mm-hmm. So as a humanist, you're like, this is a problem. But at the same rate, <laughs> <laughs> at the, and and you understand what doing- humanity is kind of fighting for. You understand right. the position sure. that we would yeah. be in. Right. If we were in that situation, but at the same rate, they make you they make you, you be able to relate to these sure. creatures who are very human, right? Yeah. And which is the point? That's the point. Yeah. And dealing with ideas that we've also dealt with as a species early on, you know, throughout our our mm-hmm. history as a race, and you're constantly, I th- I felt like, taught, you know, you're constantly being brought back and forth between these, and that's why the two characters at the end kind of come together and see see eye to eye because they're I both agree from with the all same. All that I. And I, that's what I really it did enjoy about the movie is th- them showing you that they're kind of the same two same groups. thing. Absolutely. Uh, and we're both but to me, that was more of an interesting thing than an emotional thing to me. Like, yeah. I thought the emotion in the first movie of the love of the, the poor of Caesar, who yeah. was the son of this person, and the betray all that betrayal, and you felt so awful that. You know, I, and I did. Yeah. I did as well. I just thought there was this bigger scope here. You're seeing a whole society of another True. race. And, that, and that's just not intellectual. Like, I'm connected. I felt very, you're very, like, proud of what they accomplished, you know, from the 10 years that they became intelligent. Mm-hmm. And at the same rate, you felt heartbroken. It's all off screen, but what these, our human uh, protagonists have been through. Right. The family who's been... The, the wife that's gone, mm-hmm. the daughter you once had, 
right. the son you once had. It's like, actually interesting that you found that more emotional, though, because I have to say well, I'm, I'm human. this one. Well, no, I... I <laughs> You're yes, an apist. Yes, I'm, I guess I'm an apist because... <laughs> well, people in the theater were clapping, you know, when the humans finally got... I'm like, you're clapping. Listen, what you're, what you're cheering for is the downfall of your own species. You're not going but, to survive. See, you, you have an emotional reaction to this. I actually think the scale of it being large means that I just didn't connect didn't to it connect. on the same way. I mm-hmm. mean, like, I agree with you. I mean, I don't want the humans to be wiped out because, yes, we are human at the end of the day. But I just didn't... I mean, and they had backstory, and I liked some of those characters, and I disliked the one dude who shot people, shot... shot uh, Ash. Which you should. He's, as as you should. Be. As yeah. you should. He's letting but, fear drive his But you I know, think prejudice. just because those, the, the, um, the story arcs were about such large things, like I felt that it was less emotional in a way. You're right. The, the consequences are dire, but I think for me, I find it more emotional when you're relating to a particular it's like when they. But I, but I think like, if, if these were all new eight story. characters, that would be the case. But Mar- Marcel is still there. Uh, the uh, the scar guy he's still Koba. there from the first Koba yeah, yeah. Uh, of course our lead mm-hmm. Caesar, Caesar's yeah. still there and these are characters that we have an emotional connection yeah, to no, but, from uh, the first no, one what I'm saying I yeah. guess is because of that I related more to the apes I mean like because we right, have that humans connection didn't... And, and we had much more screen time with the apes, apes. on a very in, like in their world right. versus the humans which were in their world I guess and we're just humans were characters. very generic and, very and generic. this is what kind I was of. I don't know about getting very generic. Well, this is kind of what I was getting back to with Godzilla is that I think that movie was so much about like the apes and not just like them as a, a storyline to talk about humans, but them as their own characters and the humans, you know, they existed. They had to be there for the story, but they weren't the point of that movie. I mean, and it's, it's, it's well, the human, human, you know, I, yeah, I don't know don't. if I agree with not the point. I guess I I, I'm not attached to yeah you you Caesar's the lead yeah but I thought the he, oh, point I'm not disagreeing with that I thought I'm not the disagreeing point with of that. the movie was kind of showing that they're the same yeah oh no you're absolutely and I feel right, like it was okay I think I, think, I feel I like think you could emotionally make, that you were much more you spent much more time and much mm-hmm. more emotional time on with ape the sides, apes which yeah. makes sense it is called the humans yeah, yeah sure, the apes sure. and yeah. we're seeing the evolution of but, how we got to the original film like how is this Planet of the Apes so you weren't you were mostly that was from Charlton Heston because he. He's, a, he's, like, he's, well, was, he's the only human and he's a fish out of water and he's like, it's, yeah, it's an alienating. Saying, I think it's yeah. a big shift. But, but it would have been, like I thought it would, have been, uh, it would have been a little bit more interesting if that you were able to connect with the humans a little bit more so that when they were imprisoned, that they weren't just kind of faceless humans. Maybe somebody that we, because even the family who we got to know, they didn't was, get, they, they weren't were in, in prison. They, were in the they, they were safe the entire time and, and the, the, the emotional pressure was kind of on the ape side of yeah. betrayal. But again, we got to know the apes yeah, better I mean, in that yeah. case. To be honest, like that, that kind of civil war within the apes was actually more the resolution of... Like the resolution of that was the resolution of the story, at least for this movie. And the humans were honestly just sort of caught up in that. I mean, because it yeah. was Koba that engineered the whole thing. It was... You know what I mean? Like, that's what I mean when I say that the humans, I mean, they're sort of secondary. No, I, th- I feel like it's a good... Uh, example of what happens in history when a new, I agree, a I, new I think it's, outside force comes in and things within the inside, like inside within their own ranks, can distort what's really going on, makes a chaotic 
yeah, situation it's, seen, even worse. It's like we've seen this story before. In oh, our absolutely. Yeah. apes. Yeah, no, right, apes. right, right. Yeah. Which is good. I mean, that's the reason why I did love this movie. Now, okay, no. let's bring up another political thing that they I thought there was a hint at, which is essentially the humans need energy that's in someone right. else's territory. Yes. And which is I, a common Which is exactly mm-hmm. what goes on today. Today is mm-hmm. that the the drinking hole is in enemy territory. Right. And the humans are willing to go to war instantly with a group of people who have But not just all energy. humans, that's the point, is that we're not all one note. The same no, way that's true, the apes are all general, good, and that's general, what they learned. In general, sure. the, the, the tone of the humans well, were, ape. we well, need it's that. mob rule always. People get caught up, and they don't, they're not level-headed but even, in this even situation. But even our hero said, we do need this energy. Yeah. I'm going to do it a different way. I'm sure. going to ask for it. But the energy was, there was kind of a well, but the different in the middle. True, yeah, but, but, but I didn't think the, that but was the, heavy-handed. But no, the, I mean, like, yeah. that was and the difference of, is the apes don't need it, though. It's not like we're t- it's not like they're taking it from the apes. Right, right. It would have been something, ideally, that's... I was surprised that it didn't, like, destroy their home or something. Do you know what I mean? Like, when they turned on the dam. That would like, have even been could, more. Yeah, like, they can, they can turn it on and, hey, no sweat, all good. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> well, I think it would have been too much if it was also like, uh, but we're no, also no, going I'm, to flood your... I'm glad your... they did it that way, because yeah. I kind of was expecting that, Although, like, something about that would... You know, I was I mean, with... So I thought it was more interesting. I was with Scar's it. side. Like, you really going to give humans power to grow and then come and kill us? But that's that's the point. I think that was so great. You were always torn as a human being yeah. watching this because you're like, do you trust somebody? You know, and that's... The human was willing to trust... Like, the guy who was with them wasn't willing to trust them. And what happens, it, it leads to fear and fear leads to violence immediately. But he's but, like, we're going to do it a different way. You just have to like extend your hand to trust you. But like, all it takes is one asshole. One on bad, yeah, one side. bad apple, right? But, but but you think that's kind of the, the major point of this is that the, the the two people who try to do good were really kind of out of their league. Well, right. What Caesar you, out of his league? Well, Caesar yeah. and the human. They yeah. both were like. Yeah, they're, they're both going. I this, don't think Caesar was out of. No, you you, even at the no. end, he says that he says it's already the war's yeah. already started. This we can't already stop started. it because Caesar was, doesn't want that. He doesn't want to fight a human army either. No, no, but I mean, what do you mean out of? In other words, Caesar was willing to like say, "Let's do, let's let's shake hands and let them have power." The reality is, is the humans were going to get rid of the apes. Mm. That Caesar was out of touch, and then the the, the human, the the boring generic you, you human, had what? the same thing. Uh, but of course, okay. it's real. I'm, the, the, I'm going to be the hippie liberal here and just say I don't know that it has to be that way. I mean, like, there's not every situation resolves itself that way. Is that the way it happens a lot of the time? Yes, it is because all it takes is someone shooting, you know, Franz Ferdinand, and all of a sudden, all hell breaks loose. But let's you know say, what I mean? So yeah, that, well, let's that, take this move. Let's take this situation. Would you let's let's take the let's let's project in the future. The humans get the power, okay. and they then start. I get your growing. point, Aaron. So, do you think Caesar was completely out of his mind? No, but he believes human- in bigger ideals. The same way with the human, because the human People being, do, the human being, saying, "I recognize this. you as some as something greater than just a dumb animal." That, that's like, and saying, that's like changing people's perception. That, that's like saying too, like, 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 there's nothing to say that it couldn't have been like. I mean, and this is a fantastic uh, analogy, like the Cold War. Like, we're still on the same planet as the as the Russians are, and no, we're not dead yet. I mean, like, they were evolving and growing and doing their own thing. So there's mm. nothing to say well, it, that uh, it had to go immediately uh, there. No, I would mean, I don't think it would happen the next. 
next day, but it, it's it could have happened, right? Oh, they could it's have absolutely grown. Absolutely a scenario. Could, yeah. You're not you're not crazy to think it, mm-hmm. but I don't think it's an. an but again, it, the deeper an, must. I don't think it has to happen. Right. One of the deeper levels, which no side really realizes, is that listen. The reason you got you apes even have that intelligence is from this virus that we made that wiped us out. That wiped us out. Yeah. There's that deco- like. And that's why, I mean, even us having this kind of discussion is, is proof to me why this film is better than the first. And I thought, and again, like talking about antagonists, even the guy who shot um, Ash at the beginning, I mean, while he was not someone that we're all like, yeah, let's rally around him, you know what I mean? But he was a believable character mm-hmm. because yeah. if you would just live through an apocalypse, essentially, which was started with something called simian flu, there are a lot of people who would not be down to go hang out in the middle no, of, of nowhere and you're with a bunch of intelligence. Talking apes. I mean, apes. this is yeah. not. This yeah. is not crazy. It's hard right. to wrap your head around. Yeah. And and if your significant others died because of some of the stuff that you blame, yeah, of well, course you're going to take it out on them. What, what yeah. did they say? They survived one in five hundred. Like, I think they it said was one in, in five hundred. Yeah, I mean, seriously, think about that. One for a in five hundred. Of course, survived. people. There would be a lot right. of people who felt. That it was way. smart. A smart movie for yeah, sure. Yeah, it was a smart but movie. I guess you guys saw more as an uh, still almost a pure intellectual kind of debate. There was than some, a, I thought the other one was just more emotional. Yeah. This one more of a great intellectual. I thought it was still had those notes though. And then him going back to his old house and there was just so many. This is obviously. The camcorder? <laughs> I was like, seriously, dude, the camcorder. Yeah, I liked it. This was obviously, <laughs> like, I mean, obviously we're going to have a third. Franco has to get paid. <laughs> no, it connects the two. I, it connects everything. It's yeah. fine. So there's obviously going to be a third movie. To me, this is like how you do a prequel. This is no, exactly. Absolutely. Well, no, absolutely. no, no. This is also how you 100%. how you do how you do sequels. Well, it is, but yeah. it's also how you do. Like I, when I was thinking, when I left that movie, when I was driving home, I said, I was thinking of Star Wars. Yeah. Oh, and, well, I do too. And yeah. And both of them have the problem of we already know where it goes. Mm. We know what happens. Yeah. No. Absolutely. And, and with the problem with Star Wars is that it wasn't the journey was never interesting. So no, there he, cho- he chose the notes that. We didn't want to see the stuff sure. off screen. Is the stuff we were more interested right. in. And here, it's it's all the we know where it's going, right. and it's we're like, oh, this is how it happened. Like this is a great story of how we are. We already know where it's gonna end. I do feel like people, some, people who like majority of us have seen the original, but I do feel as a large population that has no idea these are prequels. Oh, I think you're absolutely. Uh, you're right. right. If they decide. You, I think it would be interesting if the Atheist. end, if the <laughs> end of the third movie, the rocket ship lands. Sure. Oh, okay. So it's kind of the t- well, they would have to still jump ahead. Sure, they would have to jump ahead a lot the, because you know, I feel like the next the next film is going to be it's still going to be years later, but I feel like they're they're going to we're going to see a big war, right? In the next, you, there you would feel, have to be a big yeah. war. Yeah. Oh, the next yeah. one's going to oh, unless it's just the aftermath of the war. And yeah, I mean, of course they're making that movie. Are you kidding? <clears throat> well, now. we should talk about the effects. Before we before oh, we yeah. stop, because this, I thought the effects were just yeah. Funny. I guess horses aside, at the end and goes the VFX guys are just showing off now. <laughs> the last shot, I was like, come on, they're just amazing. Crazy. No, well, that was a good that was a good really bookend because they started the movie the yeah. same way. But, yeah. but it looked it looked beautiful. Fantastic. It's a it's yeah, a close but it's supposed up. to be like you because it, it, I feel like again it's haunting because you see your you see almost yourself or your own race within. Yeah, they do a yeah. extreme close up of Caesar coming close camera into his eyes. His eyes, which look very human. It looked I, like a real. Yeah, was, the fact that that was digital is just mind blowing. Well, the whole time too, the fur and you the over the shoulder fur. shots oh, yeah, and stuff. Yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah. 
you get to remind yourself these are people in gray suits. Like the they weren't people in furry suits at any time. I don't believe no. there. No, I, don't. I don't think so. And that only helped the film because the worst thing about these live action films with CG characters like the Garfields and stuff is that how corny and how unbelievable and disconnected it looks. I love sure. that. But there was so. In- <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> My props. I like it. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like it's yeah, uh, sure. it chipmunks or whatever you want to. Yeah, stupid uh, cartoony. <laughs> But like, they kept it grounded. Where it, you don't, you don't have to even think about that. It's not something you think about if you I mean, if you was, don't want to. I actually know? thought about um, when I saw the first Jurassic Park. Um, mm. I was walking out of the theater with my friend, and there was these two women in front of us who were older. And one of them was saying to the other one, "She's like, what do you think they did with all the dinosaurs after the movie?" <laughs> and I realized that she actually thought that there were dinosaurs right. somewhere. And I thought. Man, I wonder what that woman's doing now, and she's got to be scared about the smart apes. You know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, same with I mean, same with Jurassic Park. I remember coming to that movie, going, "I know how they do that," and I still think there's dinosaurs walking around. Right. And with this one, I didn't. I mean, I the first shot, I went, "Holy crap!" Yeah, and then I, I forgot I was watching. You Special forget Fact. it, yeah, because when yeah, because no, also because they're very point, they're yeah. very human as well yeah. in a sense, you know. Yeah. But they the, were. I mean, these they were apes. Only, but they, my they, only yeah. quibble is the horseback riding yeah. because I was okay with it. But apes have like have such short legs. Yeah, I know. And it just. It doesn't but you know what? Fly. It probably would look ah. that funny in real life. It well, probably from some angles it looks. Fine, but yeah. then there were some I was like, Whoa. there was just one scene that got a laugh from the audience, and that's when um, Koba jumped through the fire with the guns, and everyone chuckled a little bit. Yeah. Well, because he also looks really like, Ugh. like Maybe, he looks yeah. like, yeah, yeah, and his yeah. guns kind of like, yeah, it, hanging it was off just to his side. Probably a bad choice mm. of a shot, right? It, probably they thought it looked cooler, and it just got a little chuckle and just broke. That moment. Yeah. But, you know, whatever. Yeah. It's, it's fine. It was definitely an oversight of the humans to think, we could just leave these ammunition. Yeah, it was like, a human problem. The, the yeah. gun, we could just leave these guns around. Well, it's okay. I mean, that whole, honestly, that whole sequence with those two yahoos and Kobo where he's pretending to be mm-hmm. like the dumb monkey yeah. is pretty awesome, really. Yeah. But, I mean, but, I mean, because people let their guard down because they started buying into it, they were, I mean, my, the audience I was with, they react, they were like, I can't believe he, did, they, he just shot them. It's like, what do you think he was doing? This guy's right. evil. Well, and I, I think also the v- VFX team was was fantastic because the body language was so. They so captured it, circus monkeys really. It, it, circus, yeah, monkeys really it well. absolutely spoke volumes. I mean, mm-hmm. it made sense, and he changed characters. I mean, and it's just funny. Well, as not a, just VFX. We should say that it's a team effort. Well, no, absolutely, right? the actors. And, yeah, the actors. Yeah, no, absolutely. Now, but yeah, again, great combination Andy's circus. circus so yeah. now do you think that was his friends in the in in the theater i it might because have been they went a little nuts yeah, yeah. and yeah. so people clapped by the way for him for certain credits to come up in my okay show. that happened well, we're, we're in that la happens. there's yeah, people we're in la yeah. but so and we're, we were at the arc lights we're at the oh, arc okay. light, definitely and we're watching the credits actor 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 and when andy circus comes up some everyone's like start clapping well, I think for my, t- I think because people know his work, I think they're pretty okay. If that's the case, I'm st- I'm really He's starting to become sick and tired of this whole Andy Circus thing. So you you, you think people give him too much credit? Is that what you're getting at? Yeah. Why? I don't think so. I think it's so a team. Out of that- you just said we've been sitting here singing the praises of this movie, and now right. you're like, 
No, you're being too good and nice about it. That guy, he's not like that. He, no, that's a out prof- of all that people in that movie, that's the one person you're going to... That's the name Well, well, know. true, true, true. true. But you know, people used oh, to... I'm, I'm sorry, listen, human nature. We just watched it. But that's where we get... I was thinking about this after the film. I said, that was a great work. performance, but that's not only his performance. No. How do you deal with this in the future when you're giving out awards for performance? Oh, that's a whole other... Well, I'm saying they'll never be... Because it's not one... It's a hybrid, you're right. Yeah. And yeah. It's, there's no hybrid category. <laughs> Sure. But you, of course, you're coming. I'm from coming from an acting background. You're coming from a an effects and post background. Yeah, I mean, we work in those different. It, it isn't. It's a team of people making that true. monkey do that emotion. Of, of course, your your expression does not move the same muscles as the monkey. So right. there's an animator there making that expression. Absolutely true. But the body language, the, it is a combination of those things I, because no, I all totally of that was seamless. And I I think it's actually a fantastic sequence when you're talking about those issues to talk about because. You're talking about the the actor's contribution plus the digital artists who basically take that as a as a uh, a backbone and build onto it to to make yeah. that. You just think when Weta Workshop came up, there should have been the same clapping for that. I'm just saying. I'm just saying that years ago. Should we just not clap for Andy? Sir? No, no. Will that make you feel better? <laughs> that would make me feel. Years ago. <laughs> I mean, I didn't. Weta and that, I didn't Weta are, that the the guys on the Lord of the Rings team were mm-hmm. going to try to get any circus nominated for an Academy Award. Oh, really? And I think what they did was they pumped up his... his... Um, profile. His, his profile yeah. on, on, on that character. Right. That people go, you know what was so amazing about that Gollum character? Andy Serkis. I can tell you right now that the reason why that character was so amazing was that team of special effects artists who did it. But I think well, but they probably had a good base things. to start off, and that's probably why they also gave him praise, right? You know, and, and, true. And, and, but and have you seen sat, the we, other characters before we that? We also just sat here and said that our friend is is Godzilla. I no. mean, like that you can't have the one that's, without. She's the making other. a good point, Aaron. I think, <laughs> Andy, I think Andy Serkis. Did, I clap when. T- I think he. I. I trust me. I think that he is a big part of the performance. But the fact that the only way you can do a, 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 a motion no, capture I disagree is well, to Andy, cast him. You're right, right. I, I, I agree well, with that. Who's saying that, though? Come on now. No, name people, a, people are, too. Name a movie right now, a big CG movie that he's not the lead in. Well, Got, he's, he's, King Kong, uh, he's good. He's King monkey Kong. movie. Uh, yeah, he's King Kong. Yeah. I don't know that. Oh, but, Peter Jackson. Uh, oh, you didn't well, know that? Was, well, I should King Kong that, was such an amazing well, performance. Remember, it could it, only be Andy. Andy Serkis is also well, direct. He's starting to direct now, too. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. I, it, it's I, it's something that we all have to. I, cause I don't know the answer to it because it's if, it's. And not only that, I'm, he I'm was gonna, so amazing. Gonna, where is he as an actor? actor? I'm. Well, he's say, also. This is where typecasting comes. This is where typecasting comes in. I am. No, I'm. Actually, I was going to point to that. Yeah. Well, A, he's really good at what he does. Right. So you know, you know certain, you know a lot about what you're going to get. There is also the fact that once you're good at something, right. people the want you to do only just sees, that. Yeah. You're right. There, there has to be a special skill set, like voice. I was actually thinking about voiceover, stunt as work, well. voiceover. Because when you when you only have a voice to do something, you have to be able to express things through your voice that other people, mm-hmm. if they're on camera, can rely on features and body language and all these things. He's not able to use voice, so he's got to exaggerate those other things. I mean, so there's right. there's well, there's that is his voice to though, it. too, right? Right. Is it his voice? Listen, I, I'm know. coming across as I like going him. I think he's doing. I think he should do yeah, exactly Andy what circus. he's doing. Yes. Okay, <laughs> geeks on listeners, don't clap for any circus if his name comes no, no, up no, no. in the crowd. It's fine. 
it's it's fine. I as as a, knowing what it takes to get though that one eyeball to to look like he's emoting, just the eyeball that oh, team of people yeah. that yeah, it, you know just bothers me. Oh, when people I mean, say yeah, because Andy Serkis. No, is no, I agree with I'm you like, in that. Oh yeah, that's well, ridiculous. Okay, but there are also people who think that they're what did they do with the dinosaurs afterwards? <laughs> so I mean, seriously. Right. Like, well, some of those were animatronic, but. Speaking of clapping, out of all these films we said, I mean, I saw them on the opening weekend. This was the only one where people actually clapped for it at the end. I think it was just some... Uh, 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 maybe me too. Maybe mine too. Yeah. Pretty. Well, so. that is all of the first part of the summer movies right. of this year. Yes. Is that still going? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, we will be doing another version of this in another month and a half, maybe. Maybe. What's coming? I don't even... I'm not oh, sure. God. There's oh, all so sorts of stuff. so much. And I now I'm drawing remember. a blank. I know. That's what's why big, I'm drawing a blank. What, I'm what's like, the big oh. one I want to see in, in August 1st? Uh, um, oh, there's... Guardians of the Galaxy Garland, is the yeah, next big I movie. Mean, like, yeah, yeah I'm excited. excited about those? I am. I, I don't know about excited. I'm a Chris I, uh, Platt... Pratt? Chris Platt fan. Okay. Uh, from, from, uh, uh, from Parks and Rec. Okay. And then he was also had bit parts in Zero Dark Thirty and um, yeah, no, I, Hurt Locker. I know he he's is. a great actor, and I'm kind of excited that he's got like a lead vehicle. Right. Yeah, he's funny. It looks fun. It looks fun. I mean, you know, I'm saying this, and I'll probably go see it. I'm yeah. gonna go see Transformers. Really, my uh, bar well, that's is low. A, yeah, it's my real low because that's like. Uh, but there's sad. there's a lot left actually. There's a lot of I mean yeah. I'm, and I promised them I'd go to see Ninja Turtles too. Oh, oh don't see them. No way. That's right, an, I'm, I'm gonna no, see no, it. No, no. no but well. you know what? <laughs> Might as well. Yeah, no. But if they can hold the trend of these great, you know, or at least good summer films throughout the rest of the year, I mean that's a good. That's a, a solid. It's a better year than I've yeah. been to. And there's the year started of off strong. Lego yeah. Movie. Yeah, I didn't see that either. Didn't see it. Oh, heard it was good. Good. Heard yeah. it was very good. All anyway. right. Anything else we need to talk to? Uh, I did not do a bit. I no bit. One we'll also probably maybe even get some of these summer sci-fi shows. Talk more about those as they get deeper into this season. I am going to start watching some of these summer okay. sci-fi shows. By the way, those are The Strain. We talked about mm-hmm. it. Extant, mm-hmm. which is on CBS. The Leftovers, which I mm-hmm. saw the first episode on, on HBO. HBO. The Last Ship, which I don't know what that is. Post-apocalyptic. TNT, one ship left. Strain wipes out human race. Like Battlestar Galactica type of setup? Uh, Well, it's a naval vessel on the ocean. Oh, okay. It's present day. Oh, okay. Under the Dome season two? Nah. Uh, Falling Skies season four. I stopped watching. Nah. True Blood season seven. Oh, God, it's so bad. And there's probably even more. Mm. And Utopia. Utopia. I actually started watching something. It's not new. It's on Netflix streaming called... uh, It's a French uh, series called uh, Les Revenantes, uh, which is like basically... Um, these uh, people come back from the dead. Mm. And it's, uh, I'm only two episodes in, so I can't tell you what the whole point of it is, but it's really super creepy and fabulous. I mean, it's not like horror movie. Is it zombie come back from the dead? No, they come back and they're, they just they don't remember what happened. Oh. They just show up and they and there families. A, have isn't to there deal an American show like there that? There was a yes. CBS they, show. They, yeah. they made an American version. Oh, of is that it. not I on saw anymore? The pilot. Um, it's called. Um, yeah, Don likes it. Something I think. Fe- um, not Pelinar Fields. Um, <laughs> Pelinar Pelican Bay. I saw it was and a. There is an American yeah. version of it, and I haven't seen the American version, but the French one's actually quite excellent. I didn't know it was based off it. Oh. Okay. We should all see if we haven't started Orphan Black. 
I've been, I, I've been really I, on the I, edge. Of, I've been told to st- at least okay. start it. Okay. Because it deals with clones, right? There's I, a clone, clone thing stuff. going on. And that didn't really... It's a British show? Are you anti-clone? Yeah, you anti-clone? I just thought it was, uh, oh, oh, do you guys have clones in your life that I don't know about? Are you offended Maybe. by that? <laughs> oh, I'm my God, help me. any time now. No. And by the way, I am in the <laughs> nice. middle of uh, an anime show. Oh, you're watching Freaking Titan, or whatever it's called. Titan, just because everybody... Uh-huh. Attack on Titan. It's not bad. Uh, partly, it's... Uh, they do... They do an excellent job of putting a cliffhanger at the very end of every episode. So Anime is like, usually good with that. Oh, they are. Yeah, okay. it's yeah. the television. Um, it's shows. interesting and creepy. I think but I'm gonna it, have okay. to. Watch it seems X-Men. overrated. Hmm? I'm gonna watch your X Men '90s cartoon. I didn't watch. it. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> All right, but of course I'm now I'm dealing with nostalgia, so I don't know. Yeah, yeah, no. And sometimes it's brutal when you go back to these things. But it's only ten seasons. You can start now. Yeah, yeah, no problem. problem. Hey, well. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway. Anything else before we close this mega episode down? Uh, apologies for its length, guys. Yep. But uh, thanks Thank for you listening. Guys for joining me on Geeks On. Thanks for having uh, us. Don and Matt uh, couldn't yep. be here, but they will hopefully be here next time. Mm-hmm. And oh, by the way, uh, you're probably listening to this right before Comic Con, like literally the the week of Comic Con. Uh, Geeks On will not be at Comic Con <gasps> this year. <gasps> Say what? It's the first time in like nine years wow. we have not been there. It wow. it just was too much of a pain in the ass to get. Press passes, they make it impossible now. Yep. It's impossible it to get is a ticket. Quite gargantuan. You can't go see any of the panels anymore no. without waiting two or three hours in line. I'm not gonna do that. Right. When you do, you hardly get any information. But it's, you guys are going somewhere else. I bought tickets to Dragon Con. Mm-hmm. I got my flight, so I will be in Atlanta uh, Dragon Con and I will report on that. And I'm gonna see if anybody else will meet me over there but yeah, any listeners should try to uh there's a couple of listeners over there so i'll meet up with them good. and they'll probably show me around and it's way more social than comic-con so like you go you don't have to know anybody when you go to dragon con there's always people inviting you to sit down and drinks or they have karaoke going on oh, that in sounds the middle fun of awesome yes. yeah so anyway so we will not have a meet and greet at comic con this year bump 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 but i'll be at dragon con so and we're going to talk about conventions at uh, uh, during uh, for our Geeks On uh, episode anyway. So okay. we're going to get some convention people to talk about why it's a good thing to go to conventions. Oh, okay. All righty. So have and a great that? geek week, everybody. Yeah, guys. Thank you very much. Bye.